Uh, before we do anything, happy birthday, Jeremy. Yes, happy birthday. Steve, I think we need to sing. Oh, okay. Kick it <laughs> off. Okay. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Jeremy. Happy birthday to Good evening, and welcome to Progressively Horrified, the show where we hold horror to standards it absolutely never agreed to. <laughs> Good evening, and welcome to Progressively Horrified, our special Jeremy's birthday edition celebration. Tonight we're doing something a little bit special. First, let me introduce you to our crew. First is me, your host, as usual, Jeremy. And joining me tonight are Ben Khan. Y'all, is this what movie producers do? Because I'd be so good at it. <laughs> Definitely what movie producers do. Emily Martin. Yeah. Bronwyn Kelly. Am I in the right place? Are we sure I'm in the right place? Yes, I'm sure. Awesome. And Steve Say. Family. Your mission, should you choose to accept it, is to create the perfect, the Fast and the Furious franchise film. The rules are simple. We will begin drafting a team live on the podcast. To create your team, you can use any actors and actresses, alive or dead. You may not use any who have appeared in a feature role in an existing The Fast and the Furious franchise film, including Hobbs and Shaw and Tokyo Drift, if you were going to ask. Each actor can only be drafted once, so once somebody drafts them, they're off the table. Make sure you have backup options. You will create this film. You will have 10 rounds to draft eight performers, one city and one existing agency or organization for your team to work with. You must fill seven specified plot <laughs> plot or franchise relevant roles and one wild card. This is getting really hard to keep doing this voice through all of these rules. <clears throat> <clears throat> okay, I'm giving up now. Roles are neither gender nor race specific, though some have gender-related wording in them that relate to the history of the franchise. For example, cute girl does not have to be a girl, and cuteness is subjective, but they should fit the part played by Jordana Brewster as, as Mia Toretto in the Fast and Furious films. The city must contain at least one important monument or location that will play into the climax of your film. The organization or agency must be a real existing organization or entity that one or more of your team are working with voluntarily or under duress to take down the villain character of your film. Also, using these elements, you must create a basic outline for a plot or a film that includes fast cars, explosions, and a found family. In addition, since it is a Fast and the Furious <laughs> franchise film, uh, it, the cast must meet this, the following diversity criteria at least one Black or African-American actor, at least one Latinx actor, at least one Asian or Asian-American actor, at least one white actor, at least one rapper performing in an acting role, and at least one athlete performing in an acting role. 
In order to create the team, the draft will follow a serpentine method, beginning with one person who will have the first pick and going to the last pick. The person with the last pick will then get to pick first in the second round and will do that whole round backwards until we come back around. Oh, so while none of the fat, you cannot use any of the actors prominently featured in any of the movies, uh, Maine or Hobson Shaw, the terrible video game does not count. So, so Nikwa Martin Green and Asia Kate Dillon are available to be picked. Absolutely. Now, the roles that you need to fill are the mountain, which if you've listened to any of our Fast and the Furious podcasts, is the role played by Vin Diesel or Dominic Toretto in the main series, a character and therefore actor unquestionable charisma, a person with gravity that draws others to them, perhaps not the protagonist, but definitely the hero and patriarch or matriarch of this found family. Second, the himbo protagonist. You know him as Paul Walker, a person coming from the outside of the family established by the mountain may initially be set against the mountain, but is inevitably drawn into their orbit. Possible romantic pairings with pretty girl. The person should demonstrate affection and goodwill, but bad judgment and job performance until ultimately stepping up. Third, the tough girl, a character that is not like the other girls. They don't like things that are soft or pretty, but they really, really want to climb the mountain. <laughs> <laughs> They know to talk and text speak and dismissive one-liners, and they flirt by punching. Fourth, the pretty girl, a character who is or assumes the role of protected younger sibling to the mountain, likely the romantic interest of the protagonist. They are the adult that still sleeps with stuffed animals in their bed and likes you to pay for their dinner, and they know how to throw down in a pinch. The tech twink, everyone's sweet summer child. They have that what do you call it? Fucking ADHD. That's that <laughs> shit. And they love cars. They love fixing things and souping things up. Five minutes after every other character meets them, they make them a sandwich and ask them to fix their outlook. Next, the aggro bro. Old coyotes are us. They are protective of their found family, but take it to an unnecessarily aggressive place. They don't trust outsiders, even if those outsiders are completely guileless himbos. <laughs> and finally the wild card a seventh person for your team to use at their at your discretion what they bring to your team to set is what will set you apart are they your aged mentor are they your emotionally supportive backup bro are they the rapper slash athlete that you couldn't find a spot for in the other slots finally the one, one last actor you will need is the villain a person of above average dastardliness they, there's only one rule they cannot be the only actor of their race in the cast. The organization needs to be a non-fictional, governmental, peacekeeping, or institutional organization of some kind. Who do you work for? Who will help you take down the villain? And will you inevitably betray? And the city, a regional place that will determine what monument, landmark, your, cli your climax takes place, as well as the filter you use on every camera you use in your film. Once you have your team drafted and assembled, you will need to share your ridiculous conflict involving fast cars. That is the conflict between the organization and villain, which causes your protagonist to be caught in the middle. The draft order we've pre-selected uh, based on r random shapes that I uh, asked you guys to choose. 
Ben chose Diamond, which puts them at number one. Woo! Diamond delegation. <laughs> Steve <laughs> chose Triangle, which puts him at number two. Oh, boy. Everybody else chose and left me with Square, which I feel like is just... <laughs> I feel like you guys were picking on me. I mean, it's Square birthday, so we're just going to leave it alone. <laughs> <laughs> Bronwyn picked the Hexagon, putting her at number four. And Emily picked the rhombus. She'll be coming in at number five, which means she'll also have first pick in the second round. Shit. Now, you can draft these guys in any order you want. So try to imagine who you think is going to be difficult to get, who you think other people are going to jump in on. Um, when you draft the people, you can tell us what your plan is for them if you like. You do not have to. You can hold on to the end and, and uh, tell us everything all at once. But I think for entertainment purposes, it'd probably be fun if you tell us a little bit about what you have planned for uh, your your actor or actress and where they fit in and things. So is everybody ready to start? Yes. Yeah. Start your yeah. yeah. Yes. I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> I'm not so sure. <laughs> Let's do it. Yes, yes, all right. yes. So ladies and gentlemen and non-binary folks, start your engines. Room. <laughs> Handkerchief dropped. All right. Ben, I have an electric you car. Have first pick. What do we got? In the first pick, in the first round of the Fast and Furious draft, the Diamond Delegation for the role of Himbo protagonist selects. Mortal Kombat's Lewis Tan. Yeah, Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> the first one. And we're and that's why I did because I knew because I knew I knew he was the most likely to be snatched up. Ah, <laughs> Lewis Tan is off the table, filling Ben's himbo role. Oh yes. my God, that I was really... straight savagery. Shit, oh, shit. I love that like. Much like the the movie itself, I also had uh, Ludi Lin as my backup plan. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I see uh, how it is. Okay, I have a, uh, a spreadsheet. I'm realizing now that I haven't shared it with you guys, but I'm going to be filling it in as we go. Um, but it would be useful for you guys to have just for the purposes of reference. So don't worry about having to fill in anything here. But if you have questions about you know whether somebody is missing, I've or got whether somebody's been chosen a whole plan for where this is going. <laughs> I feel like Ben has this under wraps. <laughs> I mean, this is, this is, this oh, is Ben's whole- Including the evil little giggle. <laughs> I feel like, well, I feel like the rest of my picks are outside the box enough, or I have like a serviceable, like a j almost as good enough, like backup plan to go <laughs> with. I am so competitive right now. I am like, I am like my, I no, have knots for up. blood. <laughs> All right. Draft sheet has been shared with everybody just in case you need it. Uh, Steve, you're up second. Ah, let's see. <laughs> Who was your second choice? My second choice for this is Himbo protagonist. This is whoever you want. You can choose anybody. I could choose anybody. Yeah. I'm going to go with oh boy i'm gonna go i'm gonna start with tech twink Damn it. <laughs> uh -oh. i'm gonna put up karen sony 
for Tech Tweak. Karen Sony was Dopinder in Deadpool and was also in Always Be My Baby. That's good, good pick. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Oh, I like that. Yeah, mm -hmm. That's a good. He's beautiful. Way. He's smart. He's charismatic. He's yeah. he's definitely a little a little goofy. I think we could we could have a good okay. tech tweak with Karen Sony. Solid choice. I like it. So, I'm going to be showing my hand a little early here, because uh, my first pick is also going to be my himbo character, and uh, for my Himbo character, I will be taking Kristen Stewart. Mm. Ooh. Good. Uh, oh, that's a good yeah. himbo. Interesting. Yeah. Oh, I am here for that. Yeah. Oh, that one is the one tough. that I was looking at my list and I was like, this is the one that I have to worry about people yeah. taking. Yep. Oh yeah, no, that's a good that's a good one to lock down. <laughs> Okay, right. so that makes it me then, huh? Yeah. This game is so much fun. I know, I love it. I'm already okay. like, I'm grinding my teeth. <laughs> <laughs> there's no way to, there's no points, and yet I'm so determined to win. <laughs> okay. Yeah, at least All you right. kept asking me how do we know who won, and I was like, I don't know, maybe we'll vote. There's no way to tell. Yeah, exactly. Um, all right, so I don't want to reveal necessarily all of my character choices because that will throw the uh, plot twist that I have. Um, so I'm going to be a little bit cagey about my villain wildcard situation. Um, so this is either villain or wildcard, and I'm going to take Keanu Reeves. Mm. I'm going to save my wildcard for last. I'm that confident that nobody else is going to be picking this. It's a very person. wild wild card. I like it. It, like is, it. it is the wildest of wild cards. I'm quite confident. <laughs> oh no. That's an excellent choice. I'm yes. I'm very indicated. I'm going to write down a name and put it in an envelope and then we're going to see what happens. <laughs> Please do that. <laughs> All right, Emily, it is time for your first choice. Okay. Um I'm going to go with The Mountain, played by Grace Jones. Oh, oh wow. Yeah. Great mountain. Ooh, with some significant eye contact, too. I like it. Yeah. That's inspired. I am yeah. into she that. Can, the way she, she can stare down any himbo. Yeah, and also mm -hmm. she can drive, like, hardcore. Also, her car is kept in a giant sculpture of her own head. Plus, you get the whole thund you get Thunderdome references. Yeah, hell yeah. Well, that's Tina Turner, but um. Oh, fuck. But you do get Conan the Destroyer. Fuck. Yes, there we go. A few uh, a kill references, go. though. Get what references? A view to a kill. Oh hell yeah, hell yeah. I don't know. If she doesn't uh, rap so much as do the R and B thing, but she's a musician. <laughs> hmm. I'm not sure that Grace Jones is going to count in that role. She is not primarily a musician. No, but I'm just saying. I mean, we can put it up to vote if, if you don't have another musician in your... Uh... Oh, I have a musician. Okay. <laughs> uh, well, Emily, it's uh, your second choice as well. Oh, sweet. All right. Um, I'm going to go with... Um, fuck. I'm going to go with... Shit, I can't do this as uh, 
Grace Jones's younger sibling. So I'm going to go with Tech Twink. My Tech Twink is uh, up and coming YouTube star Brian David Gilbert. Yeah. <laughs> who is, who has been rapping. <laughs> <laughs> He did do the poke rap. He did do the, the perfect pokey rap. I do not even know who this is. I'm an, I'm I don't know who person. it is either. He makes Look him up and you will be pleased. What's he, his name? Brian, Brian David Gilbert. He up American until recently musician. was making amazing uh, video game comedy videos for Polygon. I'm so happy that you are also choosing people that everyone's going to have to look up because that makes me feel a lot better about some of my choices. Uh, but we're not there yet. So for my second choice, I'm going to go Tech Twink. And I'm going to choose Elliot Page. Oh, Elliot. That was, that was my be that was my second choice for Tech Twink. That mm -hmm. was my, I, you, you've, you've taken my backup plan for Tech Twink. <laughs> <laughs> that is an excellent choice. That brings it back around to me. Now this is, this is a tough one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, that's that's the most nerve wracking. Like, oh, I know, I know, I know, I know. Bob, the final Jeopardy song going. <laughs> Jeremy, I believe in you. Oh, I, I believe in me too. My only question is what order to do this in. Let me know when anybody figures out what my uh, theme was too. Okay, so I'm going with my mountain next. Which my mountain is the one and only Gina Torres. Oh, oh. yeah. That is a mountain choice right there. Did we, did we all pick women mountains? Uh, I, feel like the, I feel like we all had to in order to I would make not the be mountain, surprised. I feel like we all had to in order to make the mountain tough girl get like relationship queer. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, Steve. Oh, I'm up. All right, let's see here. I'm gonna roll with my choice for the tough girl. And I'm gonna put up Kiki Lane for the tough girl role. She, uh, if you don't know Kiki Lane, she appeared oh, in the Old the Guard as well yes. as uh, the Coming to America sequel. Oh yeah, I, yes. I know quite her enjoyed from, her. I know, oh, yeah. I know her from Old Guard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Also, she is a... feel like Old Guard be... Actually, never mind. She is an outstanding actress and could also put you through a wall if she wanted to. <laughs> yes. Both appealing characteristics. Very good. I'm, I'm, I'm into that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, ben. Oh, man. What's your second draft here? I'm getting paranoid about losing my tech twink, but I feel like... Most people have already picked their tech twink. And well, I you have the next two choices. So. Oh, oh, okay. So in that case, I'm going to reveal, I think, a fair bit of where I'm going. And I'm going to lock in my villain, which is going to be the Diamond Delegation selects from Ip Man and Star Wars Rogue One. No! Yet. No! <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> Sorry, I didn't hear you over Emily's protesting. Uh, Donnie Yen as my villain. Oh my god, that was amazing. Oh my god, Ben for all of the cruel stealing. <laughs> Look at that evil little laugh. I love it so I much. I love the flailing from Emily. 
<laughs> the second you said it, man, I was like, <laughs> batch. <laughs> and we're gonna cut somebody. <laughs> For a second, it looked you looked like one of those inflatable things on the side of the road that's oh, like, like <laughs> doing the wave. I actually unplugged my headphones. <laughs> yes. I do not mean to be this cruel. No, it's fine. Please. I mean, I don't mind being this cruel. It just wasn't intentional. I'm just, <laughs> I have my backups. I'm good. I've, I've got, I've recovered. All right. All right. Back on my All feet. Right. In that case, <laughs> I have another one. I'm going to, uh, I'm going to reveal my tech twink and lock in my rapper of choice uh, with Lil Nas X. Ooh. Oh, that's good. I like that's I'm into good. that. Little Nas XIV. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think Little Nas X is a great tech twink. That's uh, oh my, yeah, that's fantastic. Although I do now expect Little Nas X to race on a horse in this movie. Uh, Absolutely, just Make just unprecedented alone. Number one, <laughs> it, could be, it could be like a horse, but also like in G Gundam, where it's like a horse piloting a Gundam. <gasps> oh. I, I hope Lil X somehow listens to this podcast and is like, hey, that's completely inaccurate. I know nothing about technology. Lil Nas <laughs> should ride a horse piloting a Gundam that is also Look, a horse. Gundam. Honestly, tech can be taught. Okay, we can learn, we can yeah. teach. That's for, that's for a Lil Nas G Gundam. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it's only a matter of time before Lil Nas X is riding around in a uh, in a Gundam in one of the one of his videos. So. Oh yeah, hi, I'm here for it. All right, speaking of here for it, Steve, it's your turn. I still can't believe that my himbo protagonist got stolen. <laughs> <laughs> I said you gotta have a backup, man. I know, I know, I know, I know. Uh, I don't know. Surprisingly ruthless. <laughs> I don't know that I want to bust Mostly out my... from me, inadvertently. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You know what? I'm going to put I'm going to put my himbo protagonist on the table, and I'm going to go with Iko Uwes. He is from The Raid and Wu Assassins. Yeah, He's so good. He is. Martial artist, for me? super fine, and just incredible on screen. Yeah. Oh, he is so good in Wu Assassins. Oh, my God. I love him so much. What, what role is he playing for you on your team? Did you say? Uh, himbo protagonist. All right. He's got that. He's got that smile. That smirk. He's got those eyes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Is that me then? Yes. Uh, that's me. Oh, it's you. Okay. Yeah. That brings it up to me. Um, all right. Nobody's gonna touch that one. I've got backups here and here. Um, if somebody takes my wild card at some point, I riot. <laughs> you riot at night. No, I at midnight. Like a certain, I don't know. I definitely started with someone who's like, oh, wild card. I have my choice. And then I started thinking about someone. I'm like, I can out wild card this. Nice. Oh, I've got wild card. Well, my wild card in my list is any of the people on this list that have already been taken. <laughs> so. yes. Yeah, my, my wild card is just a list of names that have nothing to do with each other. They're all just like people that I was like, that'd be cool. You know what else would be cool with this? Man, if any of y'all make the dog from Airbud, I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> Are we allowed to do animals? I have one backup for wildcard. And... Too fast, too furriest. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that's, 
yes, 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 yes. <laughs> oh my okay. god. I feel like too fast. That's it right there. <laughs> okay, the Fast and the Furious and the Furious was definitely the title of a Rise of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles episode. It was indeed the title of a TMNT Rise of the TMNT episode with like Master Splinter and like one of the one of the one of that's when he steals his kid's turtle tank because in this show master splinter is just the worst dad and it's hilarious fucking love it (laughs) fucking love it okay i'm going to head and going to take my tough girl uh my romantic match for my mountain gina torres uh my tough girl is ming na wen yeah. Oh, that's oh right. I have a romance in this movie between two 50 year old women. That's what, <laughs> I like it. That's what I I'm like into it. here. It's, it's, it's exciting. Hell yeah, though. I love there, it. I'm pretty into how hard they seem to be going for Ming Na Wen and Thick Boba Fett in that book of Boba Fett. I, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Ming Na Wen can do no wrong as far as I'm concerned. So yeah. it's, it's the same ship as that. And now what's going on with like Chip Zdarsky, what he's doing in Daredevil with Kingpin and Typhoid Mary. Yeah. You, you give me like the, you give me like the crime Lord and the bodyguard he's in love with. Oh, I'm there. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Delightful. Okay. I, I am going to take my aggro bro. Hmm. I'm going to go aggro bro. Excited. And hold on to your butts. Thank you. I appreciate the commitment to that. I <laughs> Ben and I are holding on to our butts. <laughs> Since this Wait. is an audio medium. Right. You know, as you hold can... on, I've got all right, I've got my... all right now. Jeremy's holding on to his right. butt as well. Steve, tried, I'm counting on you. Hold I tried on your butt. to grab it hard enough to create an audio component. <laughs> are you sure you don't want to come up here and do it yourself? You know I do. Nice. <laughs> Nice. Too oh, hot you. for progressively furious. <laughs> That's I'm going to take Simu Lu for my aggro bro. Ooh. Yeah. Kim's convenience. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. I'm going to have him bro down. Well, you just made over. my choice on a lot of, another one a lot easier. So. Okay, there we so go. This is my backup for one of these that things. Was- definitely one of my backups if, again, Louis Tan hadn't been available. <laughs> Simu Lu is a great backup, Louis Tan. Hey, 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 hey. Louis Tan is a great backup, Simu Lu, okay? Look, either way, like it works either, either way. way. I will say, I would like to see either one of them back each other up if you catch my drift. I do catch your drift, and I am down for that. <laughs> Amazing. Oh, oh, good Lord. All right, Emily, it is back to you again. Happy okay, birthday, Jeremy. Get ready. That's what happens when we're drinking Corona. Okay. I got a himbo protagonist for you. All right. I am not sure if this is a hard J or soft J, but I got. Is it just the form of GIF or JIF? No, that's a G. Oh, okay. It's <laughs> just like the peanut butter. Oh, all right, right, right. Um, I for my himbo protagonist, I have Manny Jacinto. Ooh, Ooh, okay. He is the he is the himboist of all. He yeah. is. Oh, uh, he. I feel like he was like one of like the vanguards of like the himbo movement. Yeah. Now I am particularly into the idea that Grace Jones, who's your mountain, is taking Manny Jacinto under her wing in some way. Yes. <laughs> I'm yeah. very into that. I want this sitcom so bad. <laughs> well, check it out. 
Grace Jones's pretty girl, younger sister, Janelle Monet. Yes. Uh, yes. <laughs> it's Jacinto. Manny Jacinto. Sorry, Brett just Brett just got me. Okay, I that the Janelle Monet casting is inspired. That's, oh, that's clutch. Can you hear me crossing her out of one of my lists? Because... <laughs> that's why of I was course. like, I was either gonna do tough girl or pretty girl, and I'm like, nah, people are gonna try to choose Janelle Monet. So I'm like, Janelle Monet on one of my lists. She was yeah. also on my pretty girl list. Yeah. But as the younger sister of Grace Jones. Yeah. I mean, the younger sister of Gina Torres also. Like Yeah, it's true. Fair enough. Oh man. Okay, so this Either is way. me again then? Yes, Bronwyn. Yes. All right, so I'm gonna do my tough girl then. So you guys haven't met my mountain yet, but this is the love interest for my mountain so that you have an idea of what's coming. We're going to go with Sandra O. Oh. Ooh. Ooh. into this. Yeah. yeah. Jeremy, I think this is gonna be up your alley. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty much into Sandra O oh in any acting part, honestly. I mean, what's not what's not to love? <laughs> I I do enjoy some Sandra O. Oh. Okay, <laughs> this is getting a little shorter, but I still have a lot of people in my pretty girl list. There you go. Um, that's what makes that's what makes this game so good. I know. Now, here's the thing, though. I have lost. My uh, my backup for Agro Bro, so I'm going to have to take my my first choice before he's gone, because I'm sure at some point he will be, and that's Stephen Yun. Ah, damn it! Oh man, motherfucker! Yeah. <laughs> damn it! <No. laughs> it was wise of you to it's take. It's hilarious it. that I'm casting Stephen Yun in this case as Ming Na Wen's younger brother. Uh, yeah, who is totally defensive of his sister, who is much more of a badass than he is. <laughs> <laughs> and that takes us to Steve. Oh boy, I'm roll. All right, I'm gonna throw down my aggro bro. My aggro bro. I'm gonna switch it up a little bit, and I'm gonna pick up the phone. And I'm going to ask to talk to Samara Weaving's agent and see if I can get her to be my aggro bro in my <laughs> yeah. Fast and Furious movie. I, I feel like she's been our progressively horrified aggro bro. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah like, we, how, we I think we've done three Samara Weaving movies on our podcast already. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Do. She's great. She oh, is a so legend much. in the making. I, I absolutely love her to death. So She's wonderful. Great. We now have both the leads of Mayhem on this uh, list. Nice. Yep. Oh, I'm so proud. My my lifelong crusade to get more people to watch Mayhem has been going <laughs> wonderfully. I mean, you did get Literally me to watch you. Mayhem, and now I'm getting other people to watch Mayhem, yep. so it's working. Yeah. Nay! Yeah. <laughs> so, I want to... I want to reveal my pretty girl, so you can see what the love story I have there is, but... I feel like they're out of the box enough that I don't have to worry about them being taken. So the diamond delegation for the part of the mountain welcomes Gwen Gwendolyn Christie. Mm. Oh man, that's so good. That is so I'm surprised inspired. she lasted this long. Right? Yeah. 
Because I think you and I, when we were talking about this initially, was like, everybody's going to do female groups and everybody's going to choose Gwendolyn Christie, right? Like, <laughs> I can't believe she, like, I, I, that was when I'm like, okay, I'm definitely going to need a backup for this. Yeah, well, like, I, we talked about it, I think when we were, we were um, talking about it before, and I know you mentioned that name, so I'm like, well, I can't put that on my list because Ben's going to choose them, so. Yeah, I... Yeah. I played with I played I, with sorry. having Gwendolyn Christie. Okay. She's one of the early ones I crossed out on here, um, just because I felt like I felt like it didn't work for what I was doing, uh, be, because of what I wanted to do with the uh, the sister for the mountain. But that's fair. It works. But okay, so it is uh, it is you again, Ben. Okay, in that case, I can reveal my pretty girl is going to be. Uh, from what we do in the shadows, Harvey Gillen. Good. Ooh. Nice. My love okay. story between Lewis Tan and Harvey Gillen. Yes. <laughs> oh. So much of my plot revolves around so me cute. not changing my mountain. Damn it. Oh, Did you okay. have to change your mountain? No, I, if I change my mountain, it kind of muddles my, my plot a little okay. bit. Did you, did you lose your first choice for mountain? No, I didn't. Okay. I'm just, I'm hearing all these great ideas and I'm, I'm second guessing myself. Don't, don't <laughs> believe in yourself. I mean, do believe in yourself <laughs> or don't believe in yourself. Believe in the me that believes in you. All right. Yeah. Call me not. All right. Don't out me. Copy <laughs> to Jeremy. <laughs> Let's just assume that I have a plan. <laughs> okay. All right. So. All right. So pick. that puts us at Steve again. Oh no! <laughs> All right. There you turn. go. That's why I'm like, go, Steve. All right. I'm gonna rip the bandaid off. My Let's nomination for the mountain is Jason Momoa. Uh, of course. Yeah. Oh, because he's mountain. he is a mountain. Yeah. He, yeah. he is so, a mountain of a man. Still available. I, they wanted to have him be one of the Rocks family members in uh, Hobbs and Shaw, but he could not appear due to scheduling conflicts. Alas. Yes, well, he can appear in my movie anytime. Yes, <laughs> because the stars align so that could happen. Exactly. The Aquaman. The Aquaman. The Game of Thrones man. The Sea Man. Conan <laughs> Remake Man. Yeah. I don't want to talk about that one. Oh. <laughs> so I, I just like I just saw um, we talked uh, in one of the upcoming episodes we we talked about uh, a girl walks home alone at night um, which se it seems unrelated to this but um, I, I watched that director's uh, other big movie The Bad Batch Jason Momoa plays up the bad guy in this movie uh, I don't even remember that his name is Miami Man, and it's, like, is that a role or is that like his name? Like, I mean, he has a tattoo that says Miami Man right across his chest, but he never tells anybody what his name is in the movie. So, like, that's so he's just Miami Man, just the Miami Man. Um, uh, takes off thought, his shirt. I, I'm gonna it go. With the, it's the same as Hellbent, so I'm just gonna keep calling him Devil Daddy. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he is. He is the leader of a group of cannibals in this movie, though, which I was like. Ah, oh, this is so in our wheelhouse. Sexy cannibals. Um, I feel like I 
I didn't see this movie and I didn't see the trailer, but I feel like I saw an article about it in a magazine. <laughs> yeah, the real the real mystery of the Bad Batch is who is the bad guy? Jason Momoa or Keanu Reeves? Um, Interesting. Because they both play they both play parts in this that you're like, ah, I think they're both bad, but I'm not sure which one of them is more bad. Like, who am I supposed to cheer for here? Yeah. <laughs> I remember writing a couple of articles for that. I wanted to see it, but then it just passed me by. It's because it's wild, but also <laughs> incredibly fucking slow. Like, oh, no. Uh, like, I don't know if you've seen A Girl Walks Home Alone at Night, but... It's, no, I have not. Like, uh, Anna Liliamapur likes to take very long shots of things. And she does that a lot in A Girl Walks Home Alone at Night. She does that even more in The Bad Batch. And it's it's just a lot of, like, stuff in the desert. <laughs> well, I imagine it does take a while to pan across Jason Momoa's chest. It's I mean, true. it's a broad it's expanse. My yeah. man! <laughs> <laughs> um, I love right. him. I think so he's fun. My turn... Yeah. Which means I need to pick someone. <laughs> that's that's how this goes, right? <laughs> Getting down to the nitty gritty. I see everyone like on the dock with their names there on like in, in uh some of the cells on the dock, and I'm like, don't I'm so afraid someone's gonna write something there. <laughs> I feel like we need to make the chart available for people like mm-hmm. at the end and post that. Like, oh yeah. So. When is well when the sh- when the episode goes up. Yeah. All right. Um, okay. The only problem is I, I gotta get to my. Let's see. I, I still need a pretty girl and a tech twink and a villain and a wild card. Um, also, of course, none of us have done the uh, city or the government or, or the organization yet, um, which I imagine. I feel like we all had in our heads we were gonna finish out the people. I feel. Yeah, I want to do yeah. the people first. Did we all silently agree to do the people first? Much, yeah, I think we did. Like, yeah. I mean, I think like. If you had something you thought was going to be like, I really want to do it in Tokyo. Well, I guess maybe Tokyo has started in Fast and the Furious. Maybe it can. Yeah, I guess. Are we also limited to locations that worked in like prominent Fast and Furious? Do you like Kyoto or Hokkaido? Yeah, yeah right. What, Hokkaido, Tokyo, Miami, and LA, right? Like, it's... Ok- Okinawa, pleasant, <laughs> pleasant scenic drives. <laughs> well, uh, the Hokkaido so drift is just winter time. So. <laughs> All right. Uh, the prefecture. Yeah. I should say Sapporo drift. <laughs> my What's your choice, pick? What's your my pick? draft for the pretty girl is Journey Smollett. Oh. Yes. Give Black Canary an HBO Max show. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. yeah. She was one of like two or three options on here, but I watched Birds of Prey today. Um, mm-hmm. and she great jumped, choice jumped I just back love up to the so top that. so that is uh, an action romance between uh, Kristen Stewart and Journey Smollett if you're paying attention yes uh, oh I love that so much yeah I'd pay to see that big time into it uh, and that brings us back to Bronwyn oh okay a love um, story between Black Canary and my personal fan cast for Moon Dragon there we go Ooh. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to go with my himbo protagonist on this one. Ooh. And uh, uh, you guys are just going to have to roll with it. 
Okay. I Go for like it. this confidence. This <laughs> I am I am about I am ready to roll. All right. Because I am going to choose Sean Mendez. Mm. Let me look so Do you want to tell good. tell everybody who he is? That tells you're a musician. Uh, oh there, yeah. Right? That's not even my musician. <laughs> and he's Canadian. Oh, he's cute. He's yeah. a himbo. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. My he's mom's like, in love with him. Yeah. Most of my <laughs> friend's 13-year-old daughters are too. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm like, your it. mom, she this this is like this dude is like 12. Yeah. My mom my mom he took looks, my nieces to one of his concerts. He looks and, like if the statue of David was made out of porcelain and young and like came into life. Yeah. <laughs> so has anybody like, figured out my Mendez of the hit song hair. Stitches? My theme yet? <laughs> yes. Is it super Canadian? Is it everyone's just the Canadianist? Super Canadian. I love it. I love it so much. I thought, Ke- wait, where's Keanu Reeves from? Oh, he's from Toronto. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> I are everywhere. I thought he's from Hawaii. I'm, my bad. It's, it's the Hawaii of Canada. Oh, I, mean, I think that might be. I, I think that might be Vic- Victoria Island. But okay, <laughs> I love it. That that I'm pretty sure that's Toronto's tourism. <laughs> See, Toronto's Hollywood no, North. Toronto, the Hawaii of Canada. Yeah, exactly. If Felicia were Toronto. here, she could testify that when she was uh, talking about not knowing what anybody was going to do and not being sure how this was going to work, I said, "Emily's are probably going to be anime related in some way, and Bronwyn is probably going to do a CanCon list." I love completely <laughs> CanCon. I feel I feel like Vancouver like, should be like Vancouver. See our <laughs> wide selection of CW stars. Yeah. <laughs> Emily, are you attempting to tell me that Grace Jones is not an anime character? Actually, she is. She appears in yeah. one of the Battle Angel comics. <laughs> like she looks like an anime character. Like no real person has those proportions. Listen, anime <laughs> characters look like her. Let's be clear about this. Yeah, true. That, that checks true. out. That checks. So out. there, but there is a character that is like basically based on her in the Battle Angel comic. Yeah. And Manny Jacinto is appear- very much an anime character. What? Who else? <laughs> Manny Jacinto. Oh, oh yeah, is no, every lucky shonen protagonist anime boy. Look, yeah. Emily and I are just on brand, okay? Manny yeah, we're trying Jacinto to stay on brand. Is absolutely the kind of ninja that wears a fucking orange jumpsuit. So for my. <laughs> For my tough girl, um, is is Selma Hayek anime? I mean, if she isn't, she should be. She's pirates. Well, <laughs> Selma Hayek is just pirates. Pirates? Just pirates. Just the pirate genre is Selma Hayek. Okay. <laughs> you want to hear it's something like, wild? Selma Hayek was my backup tough girl. Ooh. Oh shit. <laughs> If I didn't get Ming-Na Wen, it was going to be uh, Selma Hayek. Great choice of Ming-Na Wen on the tough girl. Yeah. yeah. Well, hold on to your butts again. (laughs) Because my aggro bro is Margaret Cho. (laughs) (laughs) I appreciate that. Oh, yeah. I love that. Yep. Yep. That's a... That is a good call. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I love that so much. That is amazing. That's that's oh. really good. Okay. Um, that brings us back to Bronwyn. 
All right, all right, okay. Uh, Which Canadian superstar will you grace us with next? I mean, this, we're in the deep cuts now. You guys are in the weeds. You have no idea who I'm going to pull out. <laughs> yeah, well, that, I think we're in wild card now. We're like wild card villain territory. <laughs> Here come the yep. property brothers. Which yes. which kind of southern <laughs> is it gonna be? Okay, so I'm going to send you guys a link <laughs> so you know who I'm oh, talking boy. about. I can I can Google it. Here, I got my Google open. We are talking Don about Mendes. the mountain. We're talking about my mountain. Okay. Oh. We're going with Mitchie Me. We're going with old school Canadian rapper. She's amazing. I like her style. If you Google her, like her, or like just gripped her as Canadian rapper. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and actress. <laughs> oh, damn. Yeah, she's 50. She's fly AF. She is amazing. Her, everything of her on image, Google Image Search, is just the best of early 90s fashion. Mm-hmm. So and, her and Sandra O oh as my yeah. romantic lead there. Dang, her hair. I know. She's fabulous. Oh, my God. You should listen to her. She's great. Oh, I believe you. Oh, I've got three left. Okay. Sorry, I'm just talking to myself. Welcome to Canada. Michelle <laughs> McCulloch. Better we have health care. <laughs> <laughs> That's why all our people are so attractive. <laughs> look i would like the record to show that i've gone this far with all canadian picks and i have not even once mentioned orion <laughs> not Fair a enough. gosling among the bunch who is canadian i'm glad because i just went into that joke not knowing for sure if he was <laughs> he is in fact canadian no, I'm, I know, like, we're all like, I'm like i'm googling it like i could wait five seconds before making this joke but mm, now nah, I'm just going to barrel through and hope he's not from LA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, so is Reynolds, which is why I said that. <laughs> oh, nice. Okay. Um, I really should have gone for Reynolds. So I, I feel like you're sure setting us Canadian. up for these last, uh, <laughs> last couple no, rounds. Ryan Reynolds actually just did a, an ad for the Ottawa Public Health Agency. Beautiful. It's amazing. It's fantastic. Checks out. On to our birthday boy. Yeah, Jeremy. Yeah. Um, all right. So I don't yet have a tech twink a wild card or a villain. I have all of our romantic leads filled out. Um, and our aggro. Jeremy put the romance first? Shock! Shock, I say! Shock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Also, I, I was, when we were talking about this, I was like, yeah, living or dead is fine. And then I was like, no, I want to make our romantic uh, leads age appropriate. So <laughs> the living or dead thing kind of goes out the window as soon as you do that. Catherine Hepburn, but like, you know, the right year for Catherine Hepburn. Well, yeah, Hepburn. I mean, you could, I think you could say like young so-and-so, like young Christopher Walken. Like, like there's Godfather, oh, God. right? Like, like you could do, I mean, again, once they're, once it's taken off the board, it's taken off the board, but I feel like you could have like Godfather Marlon Brando in one role and like on the waterfront Marlon Brando in your himbo protagonist role. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I thought someone was gonna pick Brando. I thought if there was any young, but like, like old actors, it's gonna be like, oh, someone's gonna have Brando be their himbo. All right. Brando's not still, Canadian, man. <laughs> my wild card is still up in the air, but I am gonna pick my tech twink because mm-hmm. this is a, a fun twist in my uh, whole deal here, which is uh, that my tech twink is uh, because I have. 50-year-old romantic leads in the mountain position. My tech twink is their kid. Um, I am casting my uh, athlete in a acting role. I'm going with 
Naomi Osaka Ooh. Ooh. As, uh, as, as the kid of Gina Dor- Torres and Ming-Na Wen. Uh, yes, okay. Yeah. yeah. I like it. Yep, yep. All right. And that brings us back around to Steve. Okay. Let's see here. Now, let me get this straight. The mountain is paired with the tough girl. The himbo protagonist is paired with the pretty girl. And the mountain. <laughs> oh boy. I mean, well, depending, depending yeah. on depending on how your plot goes, but you know. All right, you have, room to, you have room to add twists and there's, yeah, a, yeah. there's a generational divide in mind that makes that a little uncomfortable. I'm but. gonna right. add a little bit of let's let's just take the the Fast and Furious concept of family and found family, and apply it to my pick for the pretty girl. Mm-hmm. I was gonna go with someone but i'm gonna i'm gonna mix it up a little bit and i'm actually gonna choose marwan kanzari for my Ooh. pretty girl yeah. marwan kanzari is also from the old guard and aladdin he was jafar in Aladdin. also for years yeah. my like absolute number one fan pick for hawkman and then they actually have cast him in the black adam movie but not as hawkman i should have i should have fucking god damn it i saw him as jafar and I like my whole front of my body just was like scalded. He's incredible. Yeah. I do want to be clear. So I am fucking very smoking hot. Yeah. For Aldous Dutch. Hodge. I should he look it up. is. He is Dutch. Yeah. Also, also, not to say that Aldous Hodge isn't going to do a great job as Hawkman. I'm definitely excited for that. Yeah. I think he's going to be the villain of Black Adam. That'll be exciting. Did you hear about the Pierce Brosnan uh, Dr. Fate casting? <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. yeah. So, Steve, so Steve, is there anyone else from the old guard we should have on our radar? <laughs> no, no, no. Just Kiki Wade and Marwan Kanzari. Yeah, I, I mean, really the like lead the old of the guard, old guard has already been in a Fast and Furious really, movie. I really, yeah. I really like old guard. No, old guard's legit. Yeah. I have they announced a sequel for that? I hope so. Uh, I believe they did when when the movie originally came out. Yay! Because I was into that movie, and yes. I want to see Charlize be super queer in the sequel. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, speaking of super queer, Ben, it's your turn again. <laughs> yes. Uh- <laughs> that was a brilliant segue, and I loved it. That makes me happy. Thank you. Thank you. So, uh, a very queer pick for me. My pretty girl is going to be our uh, bright shining star of FX's Pose, one MJ Rodriguez. Ooh. For my t- for my tough girl. Oh, for I'm your sorry. tough girl. Tough yeah, I'm girl. sorry. For my, t- my pretty girl is Harvey Gillen. So my tough girl to be paired with Gwendolyn Christie is MJ Rodriguez. Nice. I like it. Is anybody else here clicking in their headphones? Yeah. Yeah. Like a... yeah. Now it's stopped. Because yeah. I said, because I called it out. Damn you, clicking ghost. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we oh, have a bad ghost, so I may have, have brought it home. Yeah, what is that? I've heard it periodically. This right here is just me knocking like an asshole on my desk. <laughs> <laughs> there it is there again. It goes again. It's... Now it's gone. Are we trapped in hosts? Because that movie was too fucking scary. Yeah, no. no. Nobody else do anything. Okay. Okay, now it's not mine because it's I have the bottle. <laughs> do you want to play Cookie Ghost? 
Who is your himbo protagonist? Right? No, my I hope you only, I hope you only pick ghosts. Like, what's your all ghost team? Is Casper your tech twink? I bet Casper's your tech twink. That's a great tech twink. Yes. No main ghost. The girl from the the girl from the grudge is your pretty girl? Great pick. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we definitely have to do that. Yeah. <laughs> All right, who's up? Which means the himbo has to be the girl from the ring. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Now, this is Ben again. Okay, Ben, you got another one. Oh, yes, uh, it is me. Um, so let's see, who are we down to? Oh, I haven't picked my aggro bro, which yeah. is going to be also my athlete pick because, of course, we all know the Oakland Raiders linebacker from 1970 to 1971, a young or younger Carl Weathers. Ah, I love Carl Weathers. I found a loophole in the athlete rule. (laughs) Oh my god. Carl Weathers, fucking two two years with the Raiders. He got them to the AFC championships. It counts. He played eight games in the NFL. I mean, I cast a tennis players, so, I mean. (laughs) We have uh, wrestlers or athletes. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. And martial artists. So and martial artists, yes. You have it as Donnie Yen. So you're taking two athletes, Ben. I hope you're happy. You took I, Donnie Yen from me. I will say, I still have the wild card left. And this is, this ain't my last wild. This ain't my last athlete. <laughs> okay. Well, then I'm going to be doing wild card next because I'm not going to let you take my wild card. If okay. somebody takes my wild card, I will lose it. Emily, well, you have you it. Have, you have it. So before. you're next, Steve. So yeah, you, next, you go. Steve, you got yeah. it. It's your, your all right. Spot. All right. I'm going to do it. I'm going to throw down my wild card so nobody else takes it. My wild card for this movie is Aquafina. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, I had her like, yeah. Oh, shit. That was I like. I freaking love her so much. If you have not gonna... seen The Farewell, see The Farewell. Mm-hmm. She's I on her... two of my lists. Yeah, yeah. she was on a few she of my lists. She was on Tech Twink and Wild Card. Oh, and Aggro Bro at one point for me. Uh-huh. I, I think I, I, for a little bit, I considered her for Himbo protagonist. Yes. She can do it all. Yeah. She's freaking brilliant. Yeah. Oh, great pick. Best. She's got such an amazing voice. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh. Honestly, yeah. and also, honestly, she—that's a rapper too. Yeah, yes, yep. a rap album. Uh, yeah, well, I—I I had her for rapper. She's yeah. the, she has this one song, Ghost. I love it. Covering bases. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. I like it. I got my martial artists. I got my rappers. Good to go. All right, Jeremy. I think that's you. Yeah, that leaves me. I I still need a rapper in mine. I'm down to my wild card and my villain. Um. Hmm. Eminem's a pretty wild card. It's a very <laughs> wild card. And he's a wild fella. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Let me double check <laughs> one thing here. My villain is the clicking ghost. <laughs> the real villain, that one. <laughs> Jeremy, have ever used Elba has already been used because choosing Idris Elba as my rapper option would have been. Oh, that would have been great. Yeah. Shit. Has he been used? Yeah, he's in yeah. Uh, Hobbs and Shaw. Oh, oh fuck! Yes, of Never course. mind. He's the main villain. He's he the not main by villain. us. <laughs> he is the cyborg villain who mm-hmm. is unable to 
defeat the master strategy of what if we took turns punching him? (laughs) (laughs) Teamwork makes the dream work. You mean it's it's the Civil War strategy that Iron Man couldn't defeat too, isn't it? (laughs) My favorite little Easter egg is that at the end of Hobbs and Shaw, like you get to see like the fight from his perspective through his like robot HUD. And you see when the rock is coming to punch him, he's, he's measuring velocity. And when Jason Satham's going to punch him, he's measuring like precision targeting. <laughs> like, ah, different fight styles revealed in CGI nonsense. <laughs> All right. Um, so for my wild card, um, I, I do have to fill this rapper's spot. I had a couple of options here. What I think I'm going to go with is uh, Ms. Uh, Balsalis Marlenis Almanzar, also known as Cardi B. Ooh. Ooh. Interesting. She was on my list for uh, the tough girl. I like it. She was my backup. She was my backup tough girl. Uh, her and Becky Lynch. There now. <laughs> I was... I don't know if any of you guys listened to uh, War Rocket Ajax, uh, Chris Sims's comics-related podcast. And somebody they were doing a this or that thing where people were giving them options of of which scenario they would prefer. And one of the options that somebody was saying in one of these questions was making a remaking the A Team with the uh, four horsemen of like the women's division of the WWE right now. Ah. <laughs> It would be like Sasha Banks and Charlotte Flair and um, and Becky Lynch and uh, I, I forget who the fourth one is, but Becky Lynch would be playing like the the Mr. T role in there, which is perfect. It really, yeah, that's that's something that really needs to like. I would love to see an all girl team, all all girl A team. Yeah, yeah, I just I would sign yeah. up for that. <laughs> A plus team. I just want. Eight team where Hannibal Burris plays Hannibal. <laughs> <laughs> My series of tweets about watching Hannibal that included both like started with Anthony Hopkins and then moved to uh, Hannibal Burris and then or and moved to Hannibal from the A team and then Hannibal Burris and then started with pictures of people uh, mo- going around on uh, elephants. I really think it was just like it's all the Hannibals. <laughs> possible to come up with i'd like everyone on this podcast to remember that jeremy is a dad i'd like to i'm I'm trying to imagine like hannibal with hannibal burris and the food porn is him just being like look i turned people into chicken nuggets (laughs) (laughs) nuggets. but i plated it nicely this this one's dinosaur shaped he he was an asshole Oh my god. <laughs> All right. Uh Bronwyn, it is your turn. Okay. Uh I'm gonna pick my pretty girl. Ooh. So this is going to be the um sister to Mitchy Me. So we're gonna down family-ish. Maybe some weird Punnett Square things going on, but uh we're gonna go with Jesse Reyes. Another Canadian pop star. I just sent you another YouTube. <laughs> I'm just trying to like. She got looks, She looks like she would be on Euphoria. <laughs> She's got a wonderful voice. 
Oh, awesome. I misspelled both her first and last name, of course. <laughs> we only have to spell it right for when it's released in however many weeks oh, or whatever. If uh, they needed somebody to play a, a younger sister on Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Um, oh my God, right? Oh, yeah. that's, good. that's a good call. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, she's awesome. Uh, so yeah, there's the love interest there with her and Sean Mendez, and there's a little plot twist coming your way as well. So, <laughs> uh, I feel like the plot twist is a, a song, a duet, <laughs> <laughs> a pop duet. <laughs> um, all right, Emily. Uh, okay, how great would have your last two actors? Be. I imagine these are my last two Here, actors. I got my wild card and my villain. All right. I'm going to, I don't know sport. <laughs> so, but I have done a little bit of Wikipedia. But first, I'm just going to get the wild card out of the way because no one's chosen Snoop Dogg. That is a crime. <laughs> Look, if he was Canadian, he'd have been on my list. Oh, okay. I, he's been to Canada. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Close enough. Yeah. So, Snoop Dogg's is a wild card. There? He's been there. Yeah. It is. It is legal here. <laughs> because the Fast and the Furious movie without Snoop Dogg hasn't been hasn't happened yet. And I think that that is a An missed opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. I'm hoping he plays, he reprises like the same character he played in Training Day. And so somehow we can loop Training Day into the Fast and Furious universe. I, I'm sure. But oh. my villain. Now, this gentleman started in ballet and gymnastics mm. which is a sport this is true and i'm sure he's played football because football among other sports is not like professionally but football because in fuck where is he from <laughs> i always get this one mixed up in denmark <laughs> <laughs> Everyone. I think I know where this is going. I think I know. Yeah. So not only is the villain Mads Mikkelsen, but he's also secretly a velociraptor. <laughs> oh well, that actually did not go where I thought it was going. <laughs> I thought you were picking Jean Claude Van Damme. No. I'm like, okay, yeah. So like, okay, you the designer yet, John Claude Van Damme. That's a good backup for them. Like, oh, okay. I should have guessed Nice Mickelson. Donnie N was not my villain. Donnie N was was uh, either. I think it, Donnie N was one of my one of many. I think it was also Mountain was Donnie mm-hmm. N. Yeah. Um. But uh, yeah. So. Um. I got Mads. I like it. Velociraptor Mads. Yep. Are, we, are we good with good. Uh, Mads as the uh, athlete? Everybody, are we going to let that one go? It's, it's, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's a ballet. That's a, I mean, have you watched any ballet? Because I watched a lot of ballet. That is some athleticism. And Jim, he's a gymnast too. That's Olympic. He, did he do any of these things professionally? That's my question. He's right. originally a gymnast. I mean, if Olympic level, I think I would take. Okay, well, let me let me find out. I at least maybe in this one. What about maybe the university level? Maybe Can like college competitive level. Professional yeah. dancer for almost a decade. Mm. 
professional dancer. That's legit. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's really hard. Not competitive, yeah. but well, I mean, it's, the industry's You better. get real sweaty trying to do dance. <laughs> yeah. Jeremy, your call. What do you think? I, I think it's everybody's call. We got we to gotta vote on that one. Pretty, give a, let's get a yay nay on that one. I'm going to approve it because I'm going to be stretching the rules pretty hard for the location, and I need some ba- and I need some goodwill in my camp for that. So I'm, so- <laughs> <laughs> I've tried to do dancing, so I will also uh, approve because I uh, <laughs> I am an athlete, and that is, that is- yeah. <laughs> right. I have done dancing, and that's part of why I'm not an athlete. I will I will give it a yay. Because it is hard work and it is sport. All right. Thank you. Well, <laughs> everyone, thank you. We'll let that one ride. <laughs> <laughs> if you tried to convince me that Margaret Cho was an athlete, I think I might have a bit more trouble with that one. I know what kind of shit she's, she's talked about some shit she's done in San Francisco clubs, and that requires some athleticism, okay? Margaret Cho, a person who violently dislikes athleticism. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, she did I feel like, like unzip her a- mask and say, This is so not me. So <laughs> I feel like Margaret Cho would like be offended if you called her an athlete. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now, Bronwyn, we do not know if your last person you have left is your villain or wild card because you, you left us hanging on Keanu Reeves in that first. I uh, did. I did. Um, yeah. So this is the other sort of. We don't know we don't know spot uh, but i'm gonna go with and this is this is my like official athlete pick um canadian basketball player and actor rick fox Ooh. oh no i is like that... that i like that but rick fox is a good pick yeah i like that pick you mean the games rick fox <laughs> is this the same rick fox that has the highway named after him no, that's Terry Fox. Oh my oh. god. <laughs> I have the name Fox burned into my mind when we were going to the movies and that off-color comment came oh, about from god. your uncle. Do you mean the 2010? Do you mean Dancing with the Stars 2010 sixth place yes. finalist Rick Fox? That is who I mean, yes. Rick what? Yeah. That's you mean pick. the romantic lead of Tyler Perry's Meet the Browns, Rick Fox? Uh, yeah, that is who I mean. <laughs> Star of Greenleaf, Rick Fox. That is exactly who I mean. <laughs> I'm so glad we've all found Rick Fox's Wikipedia page. I know, right? <laughs> I know these things off the top of my oh, head. Oh, that's way right, more impressive. <laughs> I know. Jeremy was actually concerned that we were going to have some crossover. And I'm like, well, I think they might be obscure in different areas. <laughs> I was like, uh, yeah, I, I've, seen, I've seen enough episodes of the game. <laughs> Guys, can we bring on someone who's watched enough Mass Singer, Singer to like form up like a Justice League of Mass Singer personas? <laughs> I don't. I, that's going to require the Mass some. Singer the better. Yeah, I'm, I'm, okay. I just assume they're all CeeLo Green. <laughs> CeeLo Green every time beneath every mask. Amazing. So that leaves me with the villain role. It's the only role I have left. I've been going back and forth between the two options I have for this the whole time. Oh. Because I think they're both amazing. Yes. Um, and are both like so far from Fast and Furious franchise that I think they're all they're both genius. 
Um, but my choice for villain in this film, okay, I'm going to do it. I'm going with Meryl Streep. Yeah. yeah. Oh, very. Mm. You know what that? I mean, I like that. That reminds me of uh, how we're getting Helen Mirren as the main villain of the Shazam sequel. <laughs> oh, and Zachary Levi and Helen Mirren are going to have so much fun bouncing off each other. I love Helen Mirren so much, man. No, I know. There, I have a list of people that I could just watch them braid hair for hours, and I'd be happy. And she is on that list. Guys, can you believe this is going to, the next Fast and Furious is going to be the third Fast and Furious movie that Helen Mirren has appeared in. (laughs) (laughs) Multiple, multiple appearances from Helen Mirren in the Fast and Furious franchise. I love her so much. She's just so, I just, she's goals, man. She's She's so great. I want to find an excuse for this to cross over with the other Fast and Furious movies enough that like, Helen Mirren and Meryl Streep have to have a face-off, so. <laughs> that's the here. only good, that's the only good face-off reboot. Is if someone <laughs> told me it was Helen Mirren and Meryl Streep. <laughs> I would watch the hell out of that movie. Fuck yeah. Oh, 100%. <laughs> All right. Uh, Steve, what do you got? I, I, it looks like you've just got a space for a villain left here. I do. I do. I have one more left. I'll see your Meryl Streep and I will raise you a Helena Bonham Carter. Ah, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> got Tim Burton over here. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let her get wicked for a fast and furious. I feel like movie. that. I feel like it. it'd be similar to Charlie's Theron as the villain that we've gotten, but like crazier and less white girl dreads mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah. that would be in the contract yes yeah yeah is she on which better i mean velociraptor or like she's one know. of the hybrids from the later movies maybe? like oh god i forgot about those <laughs> <laughs> i just still love the concept like everyone's fucking bored of dinosaurs Cook me up some super dinos. <laughs> oh, Put feathers wild. on them. That's what they've already been. They've already cooked them up. They all look all like right. ostriches now. I'm like, Disney's been fucking selling his tickets on Space Mountain for forever. <laughs> <laughs> so we only have one more actor spot left to fill, and that is Ben for the villain. No, my villain is Donnie Yen. Oh, yeah, Donnie Yen is a villain. I have the wild card spot left. That's right. And my initial thought was like, okay, Charlie Day, because of the wild card, and it's always sunny. That's a fun reference. Uh-huh. <laughs> but then I thought, who is truly an unpredictable force? Who was someone that at the height of their competitive prowess was someone you truly never knew what they might do or what they were capable of, which is why my wild card is Tanya Harding. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Holy shit. Wow. Wow. Oh my God. That wild card came out, slapped me right in the face. Definitely did not see that coming. I totally thought you were going Nicolas Cage. Yeah, I thought you were gonna go with like, yeah. Wait, how did we how did we get to this point and none of us chose Nicolas Cage? <laughs> That's my location. 
<laughs> Guess I have to change it now. Oh snap! It's, it's, only, a matter, it's only a matter of time before I think go like Fantastic Voyager just drive through Dom's body. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's movie. let's Joke, double but... check this. Uh, do a quick rundown now that we are at the uh, at the end of this. Um, all right, so uh, Ben, who's your mountain? My mountain is Gwendolyn Christie. Your himbo? Louis Tan. Your cute girl? Harvey Gillen. Your tough girl? MJ Rodriguez. Your tech twink? Lil Nas X. Your aggro bro? Carl Weathers. Your wild card? Tanya Harding. And your villain? <laughs> Donnie Yen. All right. Uh, who is your uh, rapper actor? Uh, that is Lil Nas X. All right. And who is your athlete actor? Uh, that is a duo role by Carl Weathers and Tanya Harding. <laughs> nice. All right. So, Steve, who is your mountain? My mountain is Jason Momoa. Himbo? Himbo is Iko Uis. Your cute girl? My cute girl is Marwan Kanzari. Your tough girl? Kiki Lane. Your tech twink? Karen Sony. Your aggro bro? Samara Weaving. Your wild card? Aquafina. And your villain? Helena Bonham Carter. Who's your rapper actor? Aquafina. And who's your athlete actor? That's a good question uh -oh. Oh, no. uh -oh. can we go with jason momoa he surfs i think jason momoa is solid and he i mean we know he's solid but like mountain. he jumps out of planes for fun like <laughs> that's um do i not have my well we're looking for an athlete i'm gonna i'm gonna yeah you're athlete actor I had to move some of my people around and I think I messed myself up, but I'm gonna I'm gonna put Jason Momoa in the ring for athlete. Let me see if he's let me look something up really quick. I'm gonna approve that. I don't care how much sport he do. <laughs> I'm gonna approve Jason Momoa just because mm -hmm. I know that like he could probably curl anyone's ass. Off yeah. of the ice. These pictures of him from Stargate Atlantis, boy. I feel like he could actually climb that parallel. He rock climbs. Yeah. He goes rock climbing all the time. Hell yeah! All right. Well, if if uh, if y'all are good with that, then I'm good with that as well. Approve. If we're not good with it, it's gonna really it's gonna make this a lot longer. <laughs> no, I'm not. I don't want. I don't. In the interest of time. Yeah. We... We are pushing that athlete rule to its absolute limit. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Surfing uh, and rock climbing. That's that's good. Yeah. Jason Momoa by himself is just like he could do all sorts of sport. I feel like so, hanging out with him would be its own sport. Well, yeah. Oh, I mean, well, certainly. Climbing <laughs> the mountain that is him would be a sport. <laughs> <laughs> Just tuck you under his arm and carry you around with him. Yeah. Um, Let me put you in my backpack. 
Would anyone actually object to being Jason Momoa's clutch purse, though? My team. (laughs) So my mountain is Gina Torres. Uh, My tough girl is Ming-Na Wen. My himbo is Kristen Stewart. My pretty girl is Journey Smollett. My aggro bro is Steven Ewan. My tech twink is Naomi Osaka. My wild card is Cardi B. And my villain is Meryl Streep. Um, (laughs) Just just so you guys know, my backup, the one I was having trouble choosing between Meryl Streep and was uh, Tom Hanks. Um, (laughs) That wouldn't have been believable, Jeremy. That would have been too much of a stretch. I know, but just, I mean, just imagine Tom Hanks as a villain. Like, I feel like- I'm here for it. I've seen the remake of um, Lady Killers and he was kind of a fantastic villain in that. I feel like he could just play off him being Tom Hanks and just be like, and he could just flip it around. Mm -hmm. He was like this suave Southern gentleman and he was so like, he was completely anachronistic and it was fucking amazing. Like it'd be a- different more wholesome take but the way hank scorpio in that one simpsons episode was the super nice supportive <laughs> boss was also a super villain uh-huh. yes. i feel like that's the yep. kind of vibe like yeah where it's like you know you'd be like hey champ pick yourself back up you know what things don't always go the way we plan sometimes but we're gonna get up we're gonna dust ourselves off and we're gonna try to destroy england again tomorrow yep <laughs> this is an inspired idea Mm-hmm. I'm yeah I've been it's been sold to me yeah now I can okay. believe it thank you thank you team. <laughs> yeah uh so my uh my rapper of course is is Cardi B and my uh, athlete is Naomi Osaka yes um, yep. and uh okay so Bronwyn mm-hmm. um your mountain Michimi your himbo is Sean Mendez. Your cute girl is Jesse Reyes. Your tough girl Sandra O. Oh. Your tech twink Elliot Page. Your agro bro Simulu. Your wild card or villain <laughs> is Rick Fox. And your villain or wild card Yana Reeves. Awesome. Uh, who is your athlete? My athlete is Rick Fox. And who is your rapper? Mitchie Me. Nice. All right. And uh, Emily, your mountain? Grace Jones. Your himbo? Manny Jacinto. Your cute girl? Janelle Monet. Your tough girl? Selma Hayek. Your tech twink? Brian David Gilbert. Your aggro bro? Margaret Cho. Your wild card? Snoop Dog E Dog. <laughs> and your villain? Mads Mickelson. Nice. As a velociraptor. Who, who is also, uh, we have decided, your athlete. Yes. And uh, who is your rapper? Uh, well, that's a toss up between Snoop Dog and Brian David Gilbert. I'm going to go with Snoop Dogg. <laughs> I say and Janelle Monet as well. Like, oh, Janelle Monet. I yeah. yes, they stacked the deck that way. Um, Again, Brian who, David Gilbert's who contribution known to the poker. Emily rap. is the one with a rapper-heavy uh, cast. <laughs> I was. I will say I was really scared because I was really. I'm not 
familiar with current rappers like my my rapper familiarity is like 1997 you know the mm. the average between like uh 1987 and 2007 mm -hmm. so yeah i was um, dream warriors over here so yeah i feel you <laughs> i mean I, I also had on my list i had humpty hump yeah. um <laughs> and uh deltron zero okay my backups include mike coulter as my backup mountain nice uh -huh. uh, jay hernandez as my back as, as my backup himbo but then i kind of had to go with ludi and simu to make my, the, everything with the donnie yen villain work yep um the tough i had becky lynch and karen fukuhara and then if not harvey gillen i had Gemma chan as my pretty girl mm -hmm. I had um, several backups for my villain, including Mark Hamill and James Spader. Nice. And David Cronenberg. I definitely Canada. had the Ryan's light lined up. Yes. <laughs> um, I also had Drake oh, <laughs> for my rapper. Yeah, I'm surprised Drake didn't make it in there. Um, I didn't want to be too obvious. Yeah. I also you mean Degrassi, the next generation's Drake? Yeah. I also had Mads Mikkelsen as a possible backup for Pretty Girl. Yeah, that would have been solid <laughs> choice. I like it. The bleeding um, eye from from Casino Royale. Yeah, yeah. And then just, for uh, Himbo, I had Terry Crews as well. Oh, yes. Yeah, Elliot Page was my backup for Tech Twink. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. Terry Crews was also a backup for Pretty Girl. Agro Pro <laughs> was by far the hardest for me to come up with. I feel like I should note, uh, because of the podcast that we are, uh, that one of my backups for Mountain was Megan Fox. Um, oh, yeah. Yes. I was wondering if anyone had Megan Fox, but I, I didn't want to wonder that before I was done saying. I <laughs> really tried to work, to have Megan Fox in here, but I just couldn't find any role that just felt right or without being too kind of derivative of other roles she's done. Yeah, I... I also had Selma Hayek as my backup for Tough Girl. Yeah, and then like my cute girl list is extremely long. <laughs> like Zendaya, have... Yara Shahidi, Journey Smollett, uh, Nicki Minaj, Zoe Kravitz, Tessa Thompson, Janelle Monae. Is there a trend? I was like, I, I just, need, yeah. just need little sisters <laughs> for Gina Torres. This is my... This I is definitely had a backup wild card as uh, Louis Ferreira for you guys. <laughs> Oh yeah. Fun yes. Oh my god. <laughs> Tech Twink. Yeah. Right there. Yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. Um I also had uh for a pretty girl, I also had uh shit. Uh Alexander Sadiq. Ooh. Mm. Nice. Yeah. Mm, yeah. And Raul Julia. <laughs> yeah, my like, young Raul Julia. <laughs> my my villains. I had Meryl Streep and Tom Hanks, as I mentioned, but I also had Emma Watson as a potential villain. Nice. Like, yeah, that's a good fun. one. That is definitely a good villain. Yeah, I also had Agro. Serena Williams as a potential wild card when I was still trying to figure out who my athlete was going to be. Yeah. Mm -hmm. One of my aggro bros was uh, Psy. Like hmm. Gangnam Style. <laughs> 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 I was going to pick Hayley Wickenhauser <laughs> just because nice. for my athlete, but I couldn't work her in. So we have two things left to choose. You need to find a uh, 
somebody for them, for your team to be working with uh, to take down your villain and somebody or and somewhere for it to take place. Um, ben, you are up first. Which one of those things would you like to choose first? My group will be working uh, with that most American of institutions, uh, the public broadcast system, PBS. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. I'm into it. <laughs> that means, is amazing. During this movie, they're going to have to routinely break to host telethons to afford all <laughs> of the cars that they drive. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Oh. I legit almost went that way. <laughs> that is fantastic. I mean, you technically still could go that way, Broadwin, because uh, yep. we have a Canadian version. Yeah. <laughs> have a different PBS there. Uh, but first, it's Steve's turn. Steve, you gotta. Do you want to do the place or the group first? Uh, I'll do my place first. All right. I'm just telling you where where this is taking place. Uh, yes, and it needs to be somewhere with a landmark that you can uh, use as your your finale. Ah, oh, my finale. Um, let's see. You know what? I'll go with my organization first, then, because I gotta <laughs> I gotta look something up real quick. Uh, my organization is going to be the Hawaii Division of Conservation and Resource Enforcement, or DOCARE also known as the Hawaii DLNR Police. And if the location isn't Hawaii, this story is going to be fucking wild. Uh, <laughs> somebody chooses Hawaii in the next you couple of it. things, it's going to be real wild. <laughs> the story better, uh, either that or this story is going to be a lot about people like not having jurisdiction. Jurisdiction. <laughs> <laughs> and my, like, my organization is going to be an organization that is so important and so constantly under threat. That's right. The United States Postal Service. <laughs> oh, burn. Aspis, our first line of defense. Aspis. <laughs> I will be back in a It's almost as they said BS. They said B too. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Bronwyn, which distinctly Canadian organization were you people be working with? Well, I mean, I tossed around a few. I'm not going to lie. I could have gone CBC. I could have gone CSIS. I almost went FAC just because that's really funny, um, which just for everyone who isn't Canadian is the Public Health Agency of Canada. Um, but I had to go with the ultimate Canadian of Canadians, and that is the Royal Canadian Mounted Police. Bless. Yeah. So <laughs> RCMP. With RCMP. RCMP. Very good. All right. Fantastic. Okay. <laughs> and Emily, you well, My... you can choose both of yours now. So. Oh shit. Oh good. Well, that's that's good because <laughs> this is this is important. I choose Hawaii and ah. Oh no! Yeah. Well, Hawaii would be wild for this one because my organization is. See if I can do this. Conseil European pour la recherche nucléaire. Ooh. AKA. Sounds right to me. Sounds Third. European. Yep. C to the E to the R to the N, the European Organization for Nuclear Research. And our location is Geneva, Switzerland. Ooh. Climactically 
the uh, our our set piece, our our climax is going to be occurring in the large, large hadron, hadron collider. Because secretly, there are plans by the <laughs> the villain to utilize the land around the Large Hadron Collider to create a racetrack <laughs> where cars drive so fast that they run into each other and thus we discover a new car. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, we haven't just jumped a shark, we jumped a quark. <laughs> so we're creating quantum cars. <laughs> oh. I think you actually just broke Jeremy. That was amazing. <laughs> when these babies hit 85,000 miles per hour, get ready to see some shit. <laughs> I go to 60 and I lost an electron. <laughs> I mean, they already, the cars of this series already been space time. So I'm thinking, well, why not take it to the next level and see what we can find out? Okay, the latest trailer where it's the grappling hook attached to the car and then the car grappling hook swings instead of the bumper just going flying off and the car falling. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> oh, it's fantastic. Um, Bronwyn, where is it taking place? Oh, I, I, it's it's uh, going to be a little bit more understated, as is our want in Canada. Uh, <laughs> the understated part of the Fast and the Furious. It's <laughs> oh, just wait. I have I, I have I have stuff for you. Um, but yeah, we're gonna we're gonna do this in Ottawa, capital of the oh, country. I was gonna say, I'm like, this could be Ottawa. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We're gonna stop for a beaver tail. Hell we're yeah! Check out the Reader Canal. We are definitely, definitely going to heavily feature. The Parliament Building. <laughs> that is our monument. We are having an intel exchange during the changing of the guard. So are they bracing the horses or are they mounted on like horses that are mounted on cars? <laughs> Just wait. This is I'll on Fury Road here. Okay, okay, shit, okay. Steve, you want a poppers? I could go for a poppers. <laughs> poppers. <laughs> How are you now? Oh, fine. How are you? <laughs> Not so bad. <laughs> so what is, sorry, what is your monument there? Oh, it's the Parliament Buildings. Okay. Parliament Buildings. Specifically at the changing of the guard. Do you still have that, uh, oh gosh, what was, it was like a, a <laughs> Minister of Defense or something that was really into UFOs? No, oh, probably. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Man, why can't I feel like the way Attack on the Block was a very uniquely British alien invasion movie? I need that like uniquely Canadian alien invasion movie. I will see what I can do for you. I feel like it's probably just resident alien where the alien comes down and becomes a friendly neighbor. I mean, it could also just be, you know, me when my dad took me when I was like 13 to an anti-nuclear protest in our like neighboring town because there was like a bunker there and they legitimately named it after one of our former prime ministers and now it's the Deepen Bunker which is a Cold War museum. Oh wow. Yeah. Good for museums. 
Museums are important. Yes. Uh, I don't I visit will... them, but I like knowing they're there. <laughs> <laughs> you could do uh, escape rooms in the deep and bunker. Nice. Yeah. Bucket list question mark? Right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right, Jeremy, you've got uh, your location. My folks need to help the uh, USPS in Oaktown. I'm sitting this in uh, in the, the Bay Area. Uh, specifically, my, my characters are in uh, Oakland. Um, <laughs> Jewel of the East Bay. Jewel of the East Bay. Um, because my climax is happening on the Oakland Bay Bridge. Ooh. Also colloquial known as the Norton Bay Bridge. Mm. Yes, because the idea of doing a multi-leveled race across the, uh, or, you know, action set piece across the multiple layers of the Bay Bridge as they, uh, you know, fight was was just, just too much for me to pass up. Also, the Golden Gate Bridge is just so overused. Like, Bridge, the Bridge also everything. has multiple layers, and it's well, I don't think it's as it's longer because Bay Bridge goes to Angel Island and then continues. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah. I'm I'm into that. Uh, that definitely the Bay Bridge freaked me out being on it, but <laughs> it's incredibly cool. Like being yeah, on, no. being on the bottom layer of the Bay Bridge is a little unnerving, but. Especially after Loma Prieta. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> um, all right, uh, Steve. Yes. Where are we? <laughs> Would you believe that we're in Hawaii? <laughs> Which island? What? Here's the thing. Here's the thing. You get the fuck out right now with that kind of crazy talk. <laughs> Our climax will take place at Mauna Lao. Mauna Lao is so huge that it forms half of the landmass of the island of Hawaii, an area nearly large enough to fit all of the Hawaiian islands combined. Mauna Lao has erupted 33 times since 1843. Maybe it'll erupt again during our finale. That's the best reason for a finale. Yeah. <laughs> That's such a good location. You have to outrun lava. You can kick villains into lava. It's got everything. You can race the lava. <laughs> you right. can race the lava. <laughs> That's and fantastic. It's rhyolitic lava. It is explosive. It's going to be fast. That's amazing. The lava explodes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a great thing just gets better. <laughs> Yeah, that's some good shit right there. There you that's go. Inspired. Yeah, 100%. I'm, I'm jealous. And Ben, where are we helping PBS this evening? <laughs> so I feel like as I throw myself to the mercy of the panel to explain Uh-oh. a bit of the story, Shaolin tech industrialist. <laughs> Just, just feels like a really cheesy combination of words. <laughs> Shaolin tech industrialist Donnie Yen has, in the South China Sea, created a man-made island where he can properly uh, kidnap and test the best combat drivers in the world on. And I, in my notes, I typed this in all caps, so I'm going to say it in all caps. Race Island! <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, did you do Fast and the Furious Enter the Dragon? 
Yes. <laughs> yes. And you have, and then you have like, well, you could do a game of death style too, where they go like up and down. Oh yeah, it's like so you got all the man-made Vegasy like challenges of Race Island, but then for our big Act Three climax, it becomes a race along along the Great Wall of China as <gasps> Louis Tan and Donnie Yen uh, do martial arts fighting atop the cars. That's my backup. <laughs> That was I was gonna do Green Wall of China. <laughs> God damn it! Oh, <laughs> in your head. God. <laughs> but they have to pause every fifteen minutes to ask for donations. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, specifically, it's when they escape from Race Island, realize they have to stop. Donnie Yen's plans, which becomes Himbo protagonist's big Act Three character art climax, but then they have to pause to do a telethon so they can afford new cars to challenge Donnie Yen. <laughs> we'll all be expecting a check from Paramount. In the <laughs> oh my god! Call me. <laughs> so we're, we're going to take them to space. So Fucking throw away the whole goddamn whiteboard. They figured out the whole fucking shared universe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Even the Canadian Alpha Flight spinoff. <laughs> so they just comes in and slaps their folder down on the floor. Have you heard this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> Who's the leak? <laughs> Everyone I mean, check your Instagram stories. Yeah, yeah shit. Gotta check my DMs. My DMs. I mean, I thought, I thought my, my plot of uh, of uh, of Senator Meryl Streep trying to stop the USPS from delivering voter registrations was going to be uh, too referential. <laughs> <laughs> but no. I'm sorry that my my plot is too on point. <laughs> addressing the concerns of the now like how we <laughs> can create new cars. cars by smashing cars <laughs> make elemental cars <laughs> elemental car physics it's the large hadron carlighter um <laughs> At some point, they have to drive down a Mobius strip, like shaped like course. Yeah, well, this is the yeah, this is like beneath the large or some somewhere adjacent to the Large Hadron Collider because the Large Hadron Collider was actually like a front for this yeah. racetrack. Amazing. So I don't really know what the Large Hadron Collider looks like, but I do know what the particle accelerator slash illegal prison in the Flash looks like. So I'm imagining that. <laughs> So I wrote out my plot points for this story, including my little twist. So I want to share that with yes, you. Yes, let's hear Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Let's get so plots. We have Keanu Reeves and Sean Mendes, where Keanu Reeves is Sean Mendes's boss at the RCMP Forensic Lab Services in Ottawa. Okay. Now evidence is starting to go missing, and it becomes contaminated in the lab, and Keanu suspects a leak. Now, Sean Mendez, he hangs out with the rough crowd. And the rough crowd is our found family of friends here, run by our wild card slash villain we don't know yet. Oh. And they run a private investigation slash gym. 
<laughs> because of course you do. <laughs> um, where they raise their cars out of. And so he runs with this rough crowd. So he's the natural suspicious choice. You know, he's the himbo in the lab. But Keanu trusts him like a son and wants him to recruit his friends to look into it because it's obviously an inside job. Drama ensues. Mad card chases down the empty 417 at 3 a.m. Saturday night on Colonel By Drive. But what's this? 5 a.m.? By law enforcement? That's right, folks. This is now a foot race. <gasps> because, dun, 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 Colonel By Drive is shut down to car traffic on Sunday <laughs> in Ottawa. <laughs> That's a, that's a deep cut <laughs> for Americans. Yes. <laughs> so we're like, I actually, cool. in all caps again for you, Ben. <laughs> Colonel Bad Drive is pedestrian only on Sundays, bitches. <laughs> all caps out loud. Yeah. Also, plot twist. As they close in on the answers, it looks more and more like Sean is indeed the guilty party because, lo, Keanu is in fact the villain. He has been setting him up the whole time to protect his illicit maple syrup ring. (laughs) (laughs) That's the most Canadian of all, and hooray! Yeah, we got maple syrup. We got illicit maple syrup ring. We got the the Royal Canadian Mounted Police. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's in Ottawa. Yep, you had to stop for beaver tails at the Rideau Canal. I'm telling you. Yeah. Whatever that is. Oh, my sweet summer child. I, I know. introduce you to beaver tails. That is a thing that you must have in your life. Is that like a, like from the beaver? Like no, freshly it's harvested? A, it's a pastry and it's very tasty. Okay. So <laughs> you it's can like have a it in a variety, club. but the, the old school is uh, fried dough with uh, cinnamon and sugar and a little squeeze of lemon. Oh, that sounds really good, actually. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, to to die, it's to die for, yeah. Um... <laughs> Yeah, I was going to say, like, I might have to, well, it probably is to die for because I'm considering dying for it. Yes. Being <laughs> on an airplane. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. So, uh, I'll keep you on the loop have... when our numbers go down and you can come over and we will we'll take you on the, the, the tours. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Junkyard Art, Beaver Tales, the whole nine. Niagara Falls. Yeah. <laughs> I'm having trouble. Well, the other day I went to a plant nursery and I like started hyperventilating. So I don't know how I'm going to deal with large numbers of people. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I don't go anywhere other than the office and I close my door a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I cannot. Agoraphobia is a thing, but I like to plant. I like to pretend that I can go out. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, I, uh, I, 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 I love to i'm extrovert i am an extrovert let me start over i am an extrovert me extrovert <laughs> this is i mean this is basically the level i'm at right now with I know. Like, not talking to anybody except for on zoom where yeah. then i'm just so elated that i'm like i forget particles and except for um and you know yeah <laughs> i have a regular friday with one of my best friends where we just work out together on Friday afternoons on Zoom. Nice. I uh, I mostly would just do the movie thing. But Steve, did we get your did we get your plot? We did. No. Get your, no. Okay. No. no, we did not. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I want to hear Steve's plot about the Mauna Loa. Yeah. Yes, I need to know about the Hawaii 
four wheels out. Volcano. <laughs> might be disappointed. We'll see. My my plot's a little bit too straightforward it, it, it for this crowd, be, I think. It can't be any more disappointing than Hawaii four wheels out. That was All right. That was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> if you're not ashamed of me, I'm certainly ashamed of myself. <laughs> that these are the kind of jokes you're getting at four Corona, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we got a little bit of plot here. So this is what goes down. A hydroelectric engineer, which is our wild card, Aquafina has perfected an electrode that won't decay when converting seawater to hydrogen. Keep in mind, we're in Hawaii, coastal cities, making hydrogen a much more renewable and accessible resource. To mark the arrival of this milestone scientific discovery, the Bishop Museum, located in Honolulu, plans, to, uh, plans on hosting a gala event where Aquafina will be their guest of honor. Enter Helena Bonham Carter, who aims to kidnap Aquafina and force her to reveal the secrets of her most recent success. Shortly after uh, being taken from the gala, Iko Uwes, who works for the Hawaii Division of Conservation and, Re of, and Resources Enforcement or DOCARE, contacts Jason Momoa and tells him they've got to assemble a team of experts to retrieve Aquafina. They succeed early in the second act uh, and spend, spend the remainder of the film playing keep away with Helena Bonham Carter and her goons until Aquafina can safely make her discovery public domain. They have to do all of this while escaping the latest eruption at Maunalau. So while they're trying to make their getaway and get the equipment to get all of this stuff up and take it out of Helena Bonham Carter's hands and foil her plan, there's just shit and lava everywhere. And uh, it's going to be a good time. <laughs> Some people might die. <laughs> <laughs> so there you have it. Got to keep those stakes high. Exactly. Yeah. So my story is that PBS has sent an investigative journalist crew to the mysterious race island. <laughs> <laughs> built by... I want to go there so bad. only bitches. <laughs> built by Shaolin Monk turned tech industrialist Donnie Yen. <laughs> keep, oh, feeling like you're saying, keep feeling like you're saying the word Tekken. I know. <laughs> yeah, that's what I heard <laughs> Tekken yeah, industrialist yeah. Donnie. Tekken, Tekken industrialist. Look, that was the tech. He I'm so glad that, it's not just me. <laughs> it was, like it was the tech. Like he, the tech he invented is like in Tekken. But he made Tekken better. It's better than Street Fighter now. Just wait until the <laughs> no. mayor of the tree show up. <laughs> Awesome. Like, we get everyone's like Liu Kang, Scorpion, who I'm all about because Kazuma. I think that's the Tekken guy's name. I don't know. His name's Jim. Well, there's Jin. There's Jin Kazuma. Oh, it is Kazuma. Good. That was a yeah. shot in the dark. And there's Eddie Gordo, who's the Eddie. Um, the cool one. Okay. Yep. I'm doing the thing. The, what is it? One. The is that one. A, uh, Brazilian Jiu Jitsu? Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. Um, 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 Oh yeah, that's uh, I and uh, my homeboy so Lang, Lang, excuse me, Lei Wulong, who's basically Jackie Chan with a ponytail, and he was always my favorite. Get him into snake style, and then just like smash the button, and then just kill the shit out of my. So anyway, yeah, so race island. 
so PBS news report, PBS investigative journalists, including uh, pretty girl Harvey Gillen, uh, except, oh no, investigative journalist Harvey Gillen goes missing. So PBS has to do, but the last uh, report they have from him is that it that it is a gathering of the best racers and race thieves and war racers. I don't know whatever they are in Fast and Furious. <laughs> whatever, whatever you put in your LinkedIn profile when that's what you do. <laughs> I feel like my LinkedIn profile is probably a lot less interesting. All of them to Race Island. No, no. Race Island. Race Island. Island. (laughs) So PBS has to do a telethon so they can hire their own car mercenary, (laughs) aka himbo protagonist Lewis Tad, who infiltrates Race Island. I Where? just imagine it like a like the and one of those like a Tekken round one race island. I'm also picturing those little like neon signs from the models in Beetlejuice. It's oh, Beetlejuice, yeah. Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. Oh yeah, race <laughs> island. Well, that's so, the uh, that's that's the um, and if you need a visual, for- think. Las Vegas by way of Shanghai. On yeah, this- yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So we got sort of a, a Blade Runner slash Blade Runner situation. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> exactly. Blade Runner slash Blade Runner. Uh, Blade I, Runner slash new Blade Runner. <laughs> look, yeah. when, I, when I'm pitching stories, I love a good X meets X. <laughs> X like Blade Runner meets running thing. on blades. <laughs> <laughs> there you Wait, go. Hmm. That's is very difficult to do. <laughs> uh, so Lewis Tan infiltrates, ends up in order to survive, forms an honor respect bond with this whole band of kidnapped racers, which includes uh, Gwendolyn Christie and her tough girl girlfriend, MJ Rodriguez, and agro bro Carl Weathers and tech twinkle Nas X. And Harvey Gillen, and they've also rescued Harvey Gillen. And Louis Tan, he's all down. And it's like, okay, you and you and me, Louis, uh, Harvey Gillen, like, we're going to get out of here. Like, we got to go. And Harvey Gillen's like, no, nah, Louis Tan care about people. I know you're a car mercenary, but Gwendolyn Christie. And she's like, an honor. I love it. So they survive, like they're surviving challenge after challenge. They're surviving all the challenges of Race Island. <laughs> As they're picking off competing drivers and Donnie Yen's enforcer henchmen. And eventually they learn Donnie Yen's real plan, which is to using the results of Race Island <laughs> to create AI self-driving cars with all the skills recorded of the (laughs) race combatants. Okay. My God. And just uh, take over the world with supercar attack (laughs) drivers. That's so fucking good. I love it. So good. And that, which like that, really gets in Gwendolyn Christie's like that puts a B in her bonnet because it's like oh, (laughs) he's gonna use her 
AI drive herself to do evil. And that's <laughs> fucked. <laughs> so they all like are, you know, stands like, okay, Harvey, and I got to get you out and you want to get the team out and I'm bonded with the team and I'm bonded with you because we got our whole romantic thing going on. But at this point, they escape. Like PBS did another telethon. They afforded a hell. They were able to raise enough money for a helicopter. Nice. They get out and they're like, ah, oh, but we got like, hey, look, the only people that can defeat the AI cars is us in the cars because they got our skills. So in order to start his taking over the world plan, there's a meeting of the a summit between the leaders of Korea and Japan and China. And they're all at the Great Wall of China. Getting ready for just peace summit peace times. <laughs> I love it. Oh my God. So it's up to Gwendolyn Christie so and Donnie cool. Yen, who has completed his character arc and is now like total good guy. He ca- he learned how to care about people. <laughs> and they drop their cars down on the Great Wall of China. I don't know if the Great Wall of China is wide enough to be its two car lanes wide. It <laughs> is in this version. <laughs> in the special in this in Donnie Yen's special AI cars, yes, yes. So Gwendolyn Christie has to outrun her own AI driving doppelganger, while Lewis Tan and Donnie Yen do amazing martial arts fighting atop the speeding cars, like racing atop the Great Wall of China. That's so fucking cool. I'd watch that. Oh my god. I don't even, I didn't even write a story. I was just like, they weren't into cars to make a new car. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I did forget to add the twist that the tech twink has a little bit of chemistry in with my himbo and pretty girl thing and is the one who actually ends up finding the damning evidence that convicts Keanu. Nice. I like Keanu as a villain. I mean, I have, I have sort of, I have like a vague idea, like, you know, the, um, Mads Mikkelsen's character has taken over the actual Large Hadron Collider and CERN needs to like take it back over because he's like basically started, uh, developing the racetrack beneath the Hadron Collider. Um, and then CERN is finally like catching wind of this. And then like, you know, the, the governments of all of the nations, that are part of CERN, like, you know, France, Italy, the whole, mm-hmm. that's just, that's Europe right there. Um, not Ireland. No. Not part of the Recherche Nucléaire or whatever. <laughs> um, uh, I'm so sorry. I, I'm sorry, France. Uh, but, <laughs> and part We're of all I would sorry, also like James. to apologize to all of Hawaii in case any of my pronunciations were wrong. <laughs> um, I make no apologies to the South China Sea. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you, well, I don't know if you should apologize to Donnie Yen. I just love, he. to me, he's not like a, I don't know. He's not a bad guy. He's not a bad guy, but then I was going to have him as a villain too, so um but in this the case, range. yeah, yeah, the range. So he, um, he's got those eyes. He's just so intense. Yeah, he was a villain in the one of the movies with Owen Wilson and Jackie Chan. Shanghai Noon. Shanghai Noon or oh Shanghai my god, Night? Is, 
is Donnie Yen in Shanghai Nights? Holy shit. I think he is. Holy shit. I, am I going to have to rewatch Shanghai Nights? Hold up. Well, y- I'm still trying to remember. Yup. Yup. Yes, he is. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Fuck. He's the villain in that, yeah. <laughs> and I'm he like... gets killed with a rocket? Holy yep. <laughs> uh, apparently also in triple x return of xander cage holy <laughs> shit <laughs> nice donnie yeah it's where it's at but yeah, triple x return of xander cage is definitely something that we should be watching after we finish all the fast and furious oh yeah movies. yeah yes. that's part of the universe yep. right we were definitely going to schedule soon our progressively furious tokyo drift <laughs> <laughs> start at the beginning of the Triple but real franchise. quick, uh, Mads Mikkelsen Velociraptor is secretly a Velociraptor who has um, <laughs> taken upon himself the the uh, the robot body of Mads Mikkelsen because he is uh, who is un- one of the only unfrozen dinosaurs, and he wants to find a vehicle that can go back in time and prevent the collision of the meteor and therefore the uh the extinction of the dinosaurs the degree to which this movie resembles the super mario brothers movie (laughs) i take that as a sincere compliment you should (laughs) because it was (laughs) uh yeah i mean i haven't really discussed too much about my uh not too much pretense of a story uh, which was just basically like uh, <clears throat> Kristen Stewart works for the office of the Inspector General of the U.S. Post Office, yeah, and uh, is is investigating, uh, you know, missing uh, missing voter registrations and and fraud that have been uh, going down in the Bay Area. A lot of voter registrations have been disappearing, and a lot of early ballots have been uh, going missing. And uh, she falls in with this. Uh, group that's led by uh you know local organizer uh ming na wen uh who's uh you know hard hardworking wife gina torres used to be a street racer but is retired from street racing now or so she tells her wife uh even though she is still secretly doing this um you know on on the weekends when uh, nobody realizes it um <laughs> you know she is uh working with uh, well, you know, uh, Ming Na Wen is also working with her her sister in law uh, and you know singer uh, Journey Smollett and uh, her her friend and rapper Cardi B, um, who are all part of this uh, you know organizing setup. Well, Gina Torres has secretly recruited uh, their daughter Naomi Osaka to help her with uh, cars because cars and uh, that stuff is the only thing she's she's really gets into um she really wants to help because she's uncovered that she's her mom is still street racing it, you know we we end up uh having this this confrontation between them after uh it turns out that gina T- torres hasn't actually given up street racing but then on you know the day of the election a bunch of these ballots suddenly go missing and uh you know they they have to find this uh truck that has all of the the ballots that uh evil congresswoman uh or soon to be congresswoman elect meryl streep is trying to steal um and only these uh only a group full of street racers could possibly uh track down this this 
car and save these ballots before they disappear. So she has to, she calls back in a, a favor from her, her wife, even though she's not been comfortable with her street racing. She, she needs her to help her out to save the day and the election um, to keep Oakland from being further gentrified by this evil Congresswoman. Um, and so, yeah, they have a, a climactic uh, chase on the Bay Bridge where they have to, you know, go between levels of the Bay Bridge to uh, stop this election from being stolen. That is awesome. That actually sounds like a legit movie. I like it. Yeah. 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 I mean, there's no volcanoes in it, but. I mean, <laughs> Nor is there well, a velociraptor. <laughs> well, look, I'm not going to lie. The lack of volcano definitely docks your point. But <laughs> I mean, I was expecting, honestly, I was expecting this to be more of a collaborative process where we were going to, um, like, be randomly selecting the um like each of us would choose somebody and then we our teams would be made up of the different things that we chose for with not not for ourselves but like that would all be sort of mixed uh. and matched mm. um but like you know competitive angle of getting to pick our own locations and like premises though i feel like yeah. that, i do i do like the do it are so like Mad Libs co-op like team. Yeah. But it also yeah. was really fun putting like a full cast together. Well, now that I could actually control the I mean it's it's a nicer to have like characters of the same race who are related. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been pretty difficult. <laughs> we all had to like mix it up. All right, where are we? <laughs> I think okay. we're done. Oh, we're done. We're done. We're okay. Done. We're just okay. having fun. Now. We're just yeah, exactly. we're Okay, well, do we now. have like a special do we have like an like a, you know, put uh put the fork in it is done kind of like an outro? Yeah, yeah. I mean, do we have this... a winner? Ooh. Yeah, do we have a winner? I feel like we're all the this was super fun. Yes, was yeah. Fun. I really enjoyed so, it. Thank you for having us. Yeah, this was super yeah. fun. I think um I I'm going to I'm going to uh hand out prizes. <laughs> nice. So um Yeah, I like the idea of everyone getting a superlative. Mm-hmm. Bronwyn gets the uh the Golden Beaver Tail prize yes. for <laughs> most canadian thank you Brian, um, you had the best thing like you had the most like thematically focused like, yeah that was awesome thank you um uh jeremy gets the progressively horrified medal of honor for making this story um apropos of real conflicts in our real world mm-hmm. uh, i would Very label cool. jeremy i would label yours as existentially terrifying yeah existentially <laughs> terrifying <laughs> Um, maybe a bit spoopy. Um, that's only because you haven't actually seen Meryl Streep be an evil senator yet. (laughs) Yeah, I can imagine it real. Yeah, now tell me though, now that the plot is out there, which is creepier, evil senator Meryl Streep or evil senator Tom Hanks? For the plot you described, definitely Meryl Streep. I'd be more scared of Meryl Streep like from the get-go but when like tom hanks turns around and that um Giannis face of evil shows up i would be like oh shit i feel like since it's set in california meryl streep works better if it was like a midwestern or southern senator i think tom hanks would be i feel like if you're going with tom hanks as a villain you need like the whole movie for that where i feel like meryl streep can 
do a better job, can do like really make and not know which side she's on until you're ready to make that domino fall. Yeah. Like, like I just feel like Tom Hanks, the villain, needs like the existentially terrifying. I think Tom Hanks as the, you know, the super sweet America's male sweetheart kind of like, you know, you present him as this really great guy and then he, he turns and makes that significant eye contact with the only person oh. in the story who knows he's actually evil. Mm. Yeah. And it's that, that moment where he's just like, I know you know, and I don't care because no one will ever believe you. And it's then he Tom continues glad Kristen Stewart. You know? Yeah, you know, like that, that would be just like an, oh my God, because that's just too real. Like that's just, yeah, white dude being nice. Yeah. He's, there's just, nothing. I would love Tom Hanks saying, so hey, Hydra. Just, yeah. I would love exactly. it so much if like you meet if every like just everyone like one person in every appearance just because he knows no one will ever believe it if Tom Hanks just like when he's shaking hands he just whispers like I killed Jimmy Hoffa <laughs> oh my god <laughs> <It was me. laughs> I mean that's you know I I really Tom Hanks leaning in and doing the hail hydra whisper is really uh, that's <laughs> that's what it's all about right there right like yeah. that is legitimately terrifying. Like if you met that, Tom Hanks so in that, person, and at the end you like shook his hand and he pulled you in and was like, <laughs> "Guys, can I start what that? New, can I start a new conspiracy? Can I do the like Department of Truth style that like Tom Hanks killed Jimmy Hoffa?" <laughs> I don't know if you want that responsibility. I don't. That would definitely send me to a hell I don't believe in. <laughs> <laughs> But Tom Hanks <laughs> believes in it, and he can manifest it, you know? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Tom Hanks is Franklin Richards. <laughs> oh, so, <God>. Ben, <laughs> you are getting the... Um, let, me, let me conjure this award for you. You are getting the super awesome, totally awesome power award. Right on yeah. Or race Island Power Race so Island Superpower maybe I don't know there's a lot of so this award Depends wasn't the best action movie what is the but it was the most action movie Yeah it was the most, hey. for the most action su- totally awesome superpower um it has all of those words sometimes twice with a paragraph of information describing the um the the super awesome totally awesome power because you know uh, also the grammar is slightly incorrect you, you know where i'm going here yeah um so there you go it is shaped Yay, like your award. your totally awesome superpower award is shaped like the game of death raceway that goes up Ooh, in a big spiral i do like game of death and steve yay you have the uh this is a totally interactive um <laughs> powerful uh golden volcano uh award I was going to say, I think you were just going to give me like a uh, science fair uh, model. No, it's made out of gold. Yeah. And if you put uh, a man's testicles in it, it will give you good luck. (laughs) Because it's for Pele. Amazing. So, you know. Amazing. Thank you very much. I You're will uh, I will cherish this award and Bronwyn and I will find somewhere in the house to display uh, both awards. Mm-hmm. Okay. Is Bronwyn shaped like a like a beaver tail or like a maple leaf? I'm not 
Well, it's like a beaver tail on a maple leaf, like as mm-hmm. if you are serving, like it's like how you serve mochi on leaves. But mm-hmm. in this case, it's like a maple leaf. Um, you know, it's gilt. You know, you've got these delicate they edges. They do that. They gild yeah. maple leaves and you can buy them in. Yeah, and it doubles as um, a syrup dispenser. <laughs> nice. So. I like it. And a hockey puck. <laughs> you know, I play hockey, right? I did not. <laughs> I mean, I thought, assumed. I mean, I didn't want to like. It could have been you. a curling type. I'm not sure. But. It's true. No, no, no. My hockey stick is my zombie weapon of choice. Casey Jones style. Oh, you know it. Um, and I'm gonna give myself as a reward a date with Mads Mikkelsen and Hideo Kojima. Mm, I like it. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I feel like that's also really a prize for Hideo Kojima. Mm. I mean, that's why I can do it is because I'm like, hey, Hideo Kojima. Um, Hideo Kojima's going to come out of that with the most fucked up idea for a video game ever. Just that's the that's the plan, it. and everyone's going to love it. <laughs> you and Mads Mikkelsen uh, over dinner, and at the end of that, Hideo Kojima is just going to sit down and write an entire game with, you know, Mads Mikkelsen is the... I, I can't imagine Mads Mikkelsen as a protagonist in anything at this point. But like, can, we, can we take a minute to think about about how awkward it would be to have dinner with Mads Mikkelsen at this stage, having watched Hannibal. <laughs> I would I, be so into it. Well, how weird, I feel like Mads Mikkelsen's weirdest role has to be in Rogue One as the loving father. I know. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, where is he break bad? Where is he evil? Is yeah, he like, evil? Is oh any, no, he's secret evil. Like, is anyone else waiting the entire movie for the twist? Mm-hmm. Right? I thought he was going to be like the most evil one, but the, all he did was stand there look and look evil with the champagne. Like, guys, were him and Ben Mendelsohn cast in the opposite roles and then they just thought it'd be funny if they switched like on the first day of set and see if anyone noticed? That's I, the sw- That was the twist. Yeah. Everybody was being punked. I mean, that's like how I, how I still think that Ben Mendelsohn um, was cast as like the, you know, the head scroll in Captain Marvel just so they could really confuse you with the casting. They're like, I don't know who's the bad guy. We've got Ben Mendelsohn on one side and then we've got fucking um, Jude Law on the other side. Like, clearly these people are both bad guys. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, that was definitely like the red flag, like the red herring, like, look at this guy we cast who always plays bad guys. <laughs> or, or Bane victims in Dark Knight Rises. <laughs> No, Emily, I think you need the award that's shaped like the Large Hadron Collider, which is basically just sort of a tube. Um, as long as it's the size of the Large Large Hadron Collider. <laughs> I feel like that's like the small super- Hadron Collider. I feel like oh, that's it's the like small. The- give me the small Hadron Collider. I was going to give you the golden Barbasol can with yes. Velociraptor, Mads Mikkelsen, DNA caplets yes. inside of it. Yes. <laughs> I still don't love the idea of New, like particle accelerated cars colliding to create new sci-fi supercars. Oh my god, the, the large Parks. hadron collider! I was dying. Yes. I'm, I'm mostly imagining like a, a Subaru, like if tr- if Subarus existed in Tron. Yeah, and like, that's like the Higgs boson. Yes. <laughs> I was trying to find like car puns that would sound like the Higgs boson. Like Higgs boson yeah. is the name of this new vehicle, but it's like the the i don't know i i don't know cars imagine like, the car commercial you could create with the hadron collider idea right. built yeah. strong to last long 
<laughs> there was a there one of the best car ads I've ever seen. I now I can't remember. I think it was a Ford Explorer. And they had it wasn't a car ad, it was a picture of this car post fire. Okay. Someone had driven it through the fire and it was like still intact. And oh they're like <laughs> my dad my dad owned uh, an Eddie Bauer Explorer for years, and that thing was a beast. The yeah. Nissan Quark. You might not you might know how fast it's going or where it is, but never both at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Shit. I, I like am it. really glad that particle physics joke got such a big reaction. <laughs> no, I, the right the crowd for I was, it. Yeah. I was uh, relying on all the writers here. <laughs> so I'm like, I don't know. It's the T-Rex is a spy. <laughs> <laughs> it looks cool. Everyone has crazy hair. Let me break. Yeah, I think my, my favorite part about yours on Leash is just that it exists in the dinosaur cop universe starring Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Fucking dino cop. Is that uh, Theodore Rex? Yeah. Theodore Rex. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking of dinosaur. Why City. was it not called dino cop? That's such a better title. Oh. I know. Yeah, They have wolf cop. Wolf oh Cop God, rules! Wolf Cop, wolf cop is the best! Cop. Look, sometimes look, Canadian, right? titles are <laughs> yeah. really hard, and sometimes you just need to give up on having any kind of poetic or pretentious meaning and just try to be really direct about what it is, lest audiences be in any way unclear. Not looking at you, Pacific Rim, a title that says nothing about monsters or robots. Right. <laughs> well, uh, you know... He really, Guillermo really, really wanted to do like Mazinger, but he couldn't get the rights to it. So he's like, fuck it. I'll just, or G Gundam, which that was fucking, that movie was G Gundam. I'm just saying, it's like calling the first Avengers movie, the New York Hubaloo. (laughs) (laughs) He should start naming all of his movies like, very specifically what they're about like monsters fight robots and fuck fish <laughs> well he can't he, uh, he can't call it fish fuck yeah because that that would be um imp- impinging on the uh ip created by guar <laughs> oh god <laughs> <laughs> Their famous track, Fish Fuck. Oh my god. If someone told Doug Jones how often he'd be a romantic lead, or the nature of him being a romantic lead, you think I don't, I don't think he'd believe it even now. Like, having seen and talked to Doug Jones at a convention before, like, that man is just like, could not be nicer and more humble and like, Oh, seemingly aware of the fact that everything about his size and shape is creepy. <laughs> like I like I'm gonna stay sitting at this table and talk to you about nice things. Yeah. I love him in Star Trek Discovery. He is so good. Oh my god, me too. And I just want I'm mean, like, Doug, you have made a huge impact on the film industry. Like you you're you're good. We we got I mean like you're you're revolutionary what you've done is amazing practical effects wise oh no bronwyn oh oh no we lost bronwyn oh no she disappeared um i'm gonna go check i'm gonna see what's up okay Okay. 
I no, Steve. I'm gonna continue quipping because I really want to have dinner. But I'm not gonna say goodbye without saying bye to Bronwyn though. Yeah. Cat. Okay. <laughs> Bronwyn's gone. Steve has left the room. We're about to have a host. I forgot. Where was I? Shit, where was I? What was I talking about? I don't know. Uh, cats? We were doing no, that before that. Right? Doug Jones. We were talking about Doug Jones being amazing. Oh, yeah, it's okay. So I'm like, Doug, okay, you're amazing, blah, blah, blah. blah. It's practical effects, you know, revolutionary, blah. Um, but in talking about your impact on the world, have you seen the hashtag monster fuckers? Because this is something that I think that you've really contributed to in a good way. <laughs> oh, boy. That and um, H.R. Giger. <clears throat> hey, really, Giger. Doug Jones, if you're listening, I like it when you shot laser beams out of your eyes on The Flash. I didn't know he did that. Oh, I haven't watched yeah, The Flash. I feel like that's a role he probably doesn't get complimented on often so i liked it when he showed up in the flash i was like hey it's doug jones that's, that's good it's cool <laughs> also mystery guide. oh yay okay so we figured it out mm, good how do i change this i was afraid she'd gotten hosted where's the settings i've never used this go to we start seeing like little text. Yeah. Honestly, if it was if it was me, if my um, video cut out and suddenly you'd see text, it'd just be me screaming about Evangelion. <laughs> we just accidentally turned on your auto reply. There we go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Apparently, our Wi-Fi cut out. Oh. Uh, Oh, I know. That's okay. I got to follow this one up the stairs and grab his butt the whole way. Too <laughs> hot <laughs> for progressively horrified. Just kidding. How nothing. Do we up their volume. We talked about Hellraiser. This isn't doing it. Oh. Well, she no, didn't talk about eating him, so it's not not quite in our wheelhouse. <laughs> Just trying to find out how to figure out how to make you all louder. I can yell. <laughs> Audio settings like this. Am I allowed or no? I mean, there we go. <laughs> race, right. race planet. Wait, race, race island. island. <laughs> race, race planet is for the sequel. Then yeah. <laughs> I want you to know that this is going to become an in joke for me, and I'm going to like scream race island. Not, not in public. <laughs> I'm glad I created another good uh in inside joke in reference for us yeah but, uh, uh really anything is possible on race island <laughs> <laughs> every time you say it though it makes me want to say pedestrian only bitches <laughs> i i will say i'm i'm hoping that you know in a new in a second draft of the script for yours bronwyn i want to see more horses Oh yeah, no, we didn't even get to really talk about the horses with the mounted police. There's like legitimately a whole scene around like a, an intel exchange with one of the mounted officers. Like if you Google changing of the guard, there's an actual like a whole ceremony thing that happens oh, today. Yes, okay. 
So do the horses um are are the horses anybody in disguise? Do the horses exchange intelligence? <laughs> I mean, I would have said Mads Mickelson, but since he's already taken as a velociraptor, I will have to recast. He has what range. If, he could sure. be a horse too. What if we put dinosaurs in the Hadron Collider? <laughs> We could do that too. I mean, velociraptors are notoriously fast, hence the name. What if we put dinosaurs in the Hadron Collider in the volcano? Yeah, I'm thinking mm -hmm. that we can start like mix and matching these. Like we can have the volcano and Race Island and the Hadron Collider. Maybe we have a Hadron Collider on Race Island. Mm -hmm. With a volcano. With the and volcano. I will bring, there will be a beaver tail cart. Yeah. <laughs> Canada must be represented. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We cannot forget our Canadian neighbors. So I need to have dinner. So I, <laughs> yeah, I have to, I have to be up in in like six and a half hours for work. Oh Jesus! So. Okay, get done. this has just been an absolute blast. I know, Absolutely. so much fun. Yeah. Oh my God, this is so much fun, Jeremy. Happy birthday! Yeah, thank you, Jeremy. Happy thank, you. thank you for thank letting you us for, be part of it. Yeah, seriously. Yes, thank, yeah, you thank you for inviting you. us. We love be to be part of it. Well, thank you all for joining me. This has been a real ball and a great way to uh, finish up my birthday because there's four minutes left in it now. So, <laughs> yep. Happy thirty second right. birthday. Good night, everyone. Good night. Good night, everybody. Oh wait, I guess we have to do the actual outros. Sorry, shit. Never mind. Oh, Mega Moffat on Twitter and Tumblr <laughs> and the internet. That's me, Mega Moth, on stuff. Mega underscore Moth on the instagram that's the one by renegade rule it's good um, yeah ah thank you it's really good <laughs> i'm it, shiny baby B on all the things <laughs> i am at dead underscore anchorus on the internet and i am as always jroom58 don't we follow are don't follow me at atfendacon i'm a mysterious ghost just read renegade rule just read around again. Well, if if this amazing if Reese Island isn't enough of a, a selling point for Ben's work, I don't know what the fuck is. Honest to God. Well, there's a bagel joke that's worth the price of admission. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> so me, me and Rachel had to honor our heritage in the book. Oh, uh, we're Prague Horror Pod on Twitter, and um, we're also on Patreon as. Mega Moth on Patreon. We <laughs> give us give us money, give us stars, give us your firstborn. No, wait, we don't want them. Uh, Nobody wants them. Give us all your beaver tails. <laughs> Jeremy's got enough beaver tails. Yes, beaver tails. Me. Please send me a beaver tail in the mail. God, that's gonna be weird envelopes. Um, <laughs> I got envelopes for goats. What's our what's our Patreon? Progressively horrified on Patreon. Yep. Okay, that's the one. That's the one. Um. And uh, stay horrified. <laughs> is, that our, is that our slogan now? Stay horrified. It absolutely is. <laughs> Felt much more apt in 2020. I mean. 2021 is basically just 2020 with a different haircut. Let's be fair. 